This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Oh, it's all happening now. Hi there, welcome to the show. It's Monday. The oh god, who knows? Who knows what week know this is? What week this is? What day is the, it? We're in the past. We're in the past at the moment. But welcome to the show. What is our actual day? Monday the twenty. Oh, bank holiday. Happy bank holiday. Happy bank holiday. It's, it's actually the sixteenth in our world. Twenty ninth. Yes, twenty ninth in yours. I've got guests, by the way. Um, Stace is going to be joining us. Stace is from the East London Strippers Collective. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just told. I'm also going to try and phone Barry Dodds, because Barry Dodds is in Edinburgh at the he moment. He is, right? yeah. He's doing the Edinburgh Fringe at the moment. How's it going? We'll find out. But he's not in Edinburgh no, know, right is, now. But he is. But I think we should call him and make him maintain his there and let us know yeah. how his run's going. Also, Nat and Adam will be singing Flash by Queen, Uh, as was arranged in the last show, whilst Jacob watches and gives feedback. on Fubar Radio. Oh, hello. <laughs> Chop that little gap out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if basically, you won't have heard it, but in real life, I just started talking without the mics up. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'm putting on a brave face today, but I'm not I'm not too good today. What, what's wrong? I'm, a, I'm sad today. Sad? Why? Yeah. I had... A thing happened this morning where um, I got t- taken by surprise slightly mm. when I woke up. And I've been staying at a mate's house down here. He's away at the moment. I've been mm-hmm. staying at his house. But I still stay on the sofa. I'm not going to go sleep in his bed because I think it's disrespectful. And also, I think his room might be locked. Okay. But I've not checked it. Um, so I'm a bit achy. I've had three days sleeping on a sofa. I'm just not really sort of feeling I've not slept very much either. Yeah. And then this morning... What happened last night? It's kind of a boring story, but what happened last night? I was meant to be staying with a friend, another friend last night, and um, it didn't happen in the end. Um, and and uh, she uh, messaged me at half midnight, mm. sort of saying, "Oh, my phone's been broken, all that." And I hadn't even tried. I'd been like, I'd left it to it. And she went, "Oh, do you still want to come over?" I was like, "No, it's fine. I'm, I'm going to sleep." She went, "Oh, I've been really panicking because I dropped my phone down the toilet." Mm. I went, "Okay." It was Mina. Do you remember Mina who yes, came in? Yes, I do. Mina's hen house, and. Um, and she went, oh, I've been messaging you on Facebook and everything. And I went, oh, I don't really go on Facebook. So then I went and looked on Facebook. And I was like, there's no messages here at all. And then I thought, oh, shit, I have a different Facebook account. I've got two Facebook right. accounts. I don't use either of them. But one's my real name, one's Ray Peacock. Yeah. And there's a, I think there's a fan page or something. So as I was sort of looking and trying to remember the password for the other one I wasn't logged into, I fell asleep. Hmm. Um, and I woke up and I'd opened the page so the page was open and the only person I follow on that page besides my own girlfriend mm. is my friend Molly who died she died like six years ago now yeah and um, and it was her page that was open because I, I, could, I couldn't unfollow her even though I unfollowed everybody just left let it right I couldn't do no. that thing of unfollowing someone who was, who was away um, 
and her sister had put a thing up maybe a year ago that I'd not seen and it was a video of her um, in Madame Tussauds um, I don't know if they still do it but they used to do a thing where it's Big Brother the Big Brother diary room Okay. and they would video you in the diary room and it was filmed like maybe two or three weeks before she actually died before Molly actually died Yeah. and she, I mean, she looks fine she doesn't look like a death door or anything mm. but she's clearly not well but it proper set me off on the wrong foot this morning it yeah, really I imagine, yeah. and also because where I was staying um, many years ago me and um, the lad who lives there now we lived up the road from there in a different house and she would come and visit us quite a lot mm. and it just felt a bit sort of it was a bit jarring I was like oh god Molly's been here and, my, you know, yeah. and I've not seen you I've not seen you alive it's, it, it's such a weird thing Yeah. and then this was the thing that proper did me they must have had someone live doing the diary room um, talking to them because they were asking them questions and stuff and she was very good at accents Mol she did like amazing accents she's mm. a great actor she did great uh, like accents and stuff and um, and she was doing accents I was like oh she used to do that at uni all the time that was like her thing that she could do any accent and that was quite sweet and then they said um, we're going to give you an opportunity to do, do a performance she went oh I don't, don't want to do a performance and they went well maybe sing a song for us and she went well actually I went to see the Pixies last night in mm. London so I'll sing you a Pixies song and the song she sang was the song that we played at a funeral. Which it was one of her favourite songs. It yeah. wasn't just randomly picked. Can you say which one it was? Monkey Gone to Heaven. Okay. And um, I'm going to play it in a second. Mm. But I, I struggle with a song. Yeah. I really do. It's memory. I've got it on my phone and I skip it a lot. So mm. I'm risking it here actually playing okay. it on here. For me, for how I feel. But I've just been thinking about her loads. And I, I do miss her terribly. I've, I've, I've long said that. I miss her. She was fucking amazing. You'd have loved Mol. She was like a proper... She'd have ruled this station. She could have done a show in this station, no bother. Mm. Like, she'd really, really ace performing that, and she yeah. was cruelly, cruelly cut down. So that's been my morning. Yeah. I've seen a ghost, essentially, is how I feel. I, yeah. I honestly feel like that. I feel like I've seen a ghost. And it's okay. sort of rocked me a little bit. It's, yeah. You got anyone dead that you're sad about? Um, <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a sad about dead people. Okay. Like, beginning to the show. And then we'll we'll ramp it up. Then it'll be happy after that. I never really. I felt very sad. I'm not I mean, I don't, when people I don't, die. I don't know. I didn't know him. Oh. You know when certain. Um, I mean, there's obviously been personal people, but in the public eye, people that you don't know, but it affects you in a weird way. Yeah. I know it's going to sound weird, but it was River Phoenix for me. Okay, well, that's not weird because that you. I mean, I didn't a- know the guy, and I was I was young when he did, but. But you'd, you'd have been about the same age for being a fangirl of him, wouldn't you? You'd have been about right I think that. so, but I, I, like, I didn't like him in his teeny sort of films. Do you remember that film, My Own Private Idaho, that he did with did Keanu Did he do Reeves? any films that weren't teeny films? He, he did loads. He did 21 when he died or something. Uh, yeah, but they weren't sort of rom- you know, romantic comedies or something. wasn't he? Was it one of the 23 lot? Yeah, but he, like 27. 27, 27 yeah. Whatever. It? Something, he might have been 27. Whatever that ludicrous sure. thing is. Yeah, the tour was a lot of them, weren't they, of that age? But, um, but yeah, I remember feeling very sad about that. And then I couldn't really understand the feelings because I thought, I'd have never met this guy. But it no, was, I get that. I understand that. It was sort of Molly horrible. was 39. Okay. Just shy of her 40th birthday. Yeah. And we still had a 40th birthday. We still had a party. And me and Susan Murray did a gig at it. It's a nice thing we to performed. do. We performed. Mm. No? It, no, it was, but it was... a. Uh, an odd thing to do if, if someone's not there to... Well, it was... Well, she'd asked us to do it before yeah. she died. Okay, and so you it, have to it, do so it. So it's me, Susan Marie, and Barbara Nice to do it as well. And Barbara, like, uh, Janice, who plays Barbara Nice, doesn't, didn't even know her. Right. Like, that was just like... She just did it. Did she, did she want them to do it? They're the people that yeah, she Yeah, yeah, she asked us three. Okay. Um, oh, it's hard to do a gig that you're obliged to do... Yeah. ...but you're very sad about doing. But you, but you have to do it if there's someone. But sorry, I didn't mean to take the um, glory away from River Phoenix. No, no. Well, so it's not what, the same, uh, is it? But. Well, I have them. I certainly have them when 
Well, I was in, sat in the studio when I found out Rip Mail had died. Yeah. Me and Ed had just finished. We were just about to finish uh, the show. I, think, I don't know if it was. I think it was Angelo, actually, wasn't it? No, it was Ed. It was me and Ed, and, and oh, he was sitting yeah. there. And for the last minute of the show, he went quiet. And I was I was dicking. I think it was quite a high-energy show, I think. And he was dicking about. I was dicking about and stuff. And I just saw him looking at his phone and looking quite troubled. Mm. And it was the end of the show. And I, I put the music on for the end of the show. And I went, what's going on? And he went, I think Rip Mail's died. Yeah, and I remember my head just dropping to the desk yeah. and being like, "Oh no way!" Because I'd thought about Rip Mail dying a lot. Had you? Yeah, loads. Since he had the accident. No, just loads. Oh, he was. I was really obsessed with Rip Mail. Yeah, and I'd, I, I think it now about Randy Newman, um, who is kind of an old guy. Oh. I think it about Bobby Ball as well. He's all right, though. He's not ill. It, it's not, but he's not living another thirty years, is no, it? It's, you know, it's, it's no. sort of like they're, they're in the twilight years of their lives, and people that mean a lot to me. I mean, I know Bobby, but mm. running him, I've never met. No. It's just a thing of I'm, I'm sort of prepped for that moment of finding mm. that out, but I know it's going to really upset me. Gary yeah. Shanley really upset me. Oh yeah, well that was another one. Yeah, I was really because because that was shocking as well that it, there wasn't you know he wasn't as far as I was aware he wasn't ill or he wasn't no like, no not really. Like, um, I, I don't. I, I I get very. I, I've been watching a few documentaries recently, recently about uh, Princess Diana. Mm. Not about her, but about what happened after she died and about the mourning process. I watched one with Christopher Hitchens. Um, there's another one. He's also died, hasn't he? But it, yeah. it was about the mourning process and about how people uh, essentially hijacked the mourning of Diana and how they made it about themselves and all that sort of thing. That happens a lot. People do do that. Not on that scale. Like not on that was a huge oh yeah thing. public yeah, yeah yeah in the oh. UK certainly anyway and um and I sort of got a little bit as I was watching it I got a bit kind of well they're not really doing anyone any harm mm. are they and if that's how they want to if they want to attach themselves what what's the what's the issue there people are quite judgmental of other people on on uh, Twitter oh yeah when yeah, someone yeah. dies about how they express their grief yeah. and how they express you didn't even know them or oh you put a picture of you and them or making it about you it's like I'm, I'm sort of not that was what was happening when it was um, when when David Bowie died uh, about because a lot of people put on Twitter loads of people on Twitter didn't mm. everybody was like expressed an opinion of how they felt about him but there, I think somebody wrote an article I can't remember her name now about oh you're making it about yourself mm. it's making well, yourself look good but, but I said in the last show when we spoke about Bowie with, yeah. with Jenny I said in the last show uh, I was slightly disparaging about mm. how people were when Bowie died I think it was more the what felt like hypocrisy to me, what felt like suddenly you're a big fan, but you had an album out last Friday and I bet you didn't fucking buy it. Yeah. Um, but even that, it's like, well, so what? You know, it's, it's still, you're still allowed to express. Yeah. You know, they're not saying horrible things about him. They're, they're you know, they're expressing it. Cause I thought about it last night and then after this morning when I saw that thing of Mole, yeah. it was really like, I thought about it again. So I wanted to address it, so I'm okay. just addressing it now. Okay. So you can mourn however you want to mourn, and you can be sad yeah. however you want to be sad. And I don't think, and let anyone tell you that you're not mourning in the right way, or that what you're doing, if you feel sad about somebody dying, then that's... Also, the risk we're running again, because mm. we're so far ahead in the pre-record oh, of God, this, yeah. is that there's a very good chance that, some... that the public are mourning someone as we speak. Well, this year particularly, it's very likely, isn't it? Yeah, so um, I imagine the person that they're probably mourning... Yeah. Or... Is Mick Jagger? Do you think? Imagine if it is somebody that big. That's my call. I was. Well, it, 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 imagine if we don't know because we're in the future. No, we're any, in the past. Well, well, now we're talking. Never get a time machine because you won't understand any of it. No, but we're now in the past. But this show is in the future. Yeah, but we're, we're not in the future. Two weeks ahead. We're in, so the, we're past. in the past. 
but the somebody in the future. imagine if there's a Diana level person and then there, there isn't a Diana just, level person though is there well I mean, I mean a royal, another royal family member would be I don't think it would I, I, I honestly I honestly think if the Queen heaven forbid if Her Majesty the Queen was to die right it wouldn't have the same effects as Diana dying and, uh, the, and the, you know and you know who would who? I think Harry I everyone know. loves Harry I love this Harry. Sitcom. This sitcom <laughs> waiting to happen. Um, I, don't, I don't think it would. I think it was a very precise time. I think it was a very precise um, societal environment. I yeah. think it was a, a shock because it wasn't because she was uh, killed. Yeah. You know, she was uh, not murdered. She was killed. She was ki- not necessarily uh, murdered. Well, she was she was killed in, in a car accident. Yeah, but yeah. she wasn't necessarily murdered. No, 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 not at all. No. Um, but she was killed in a car crash. It wasn't. It was out of the blue. Yeah. And. It, you know, it was it it, it uppercut people. Well, yeah, but there was also the thing that she's in a car accident. She wasn't dead immediately, and then it was the hospital, and then it was oh, now she's been pronounced dead. It was mm. kind of a. But I think most people just heard she died when they woke up because it wasn't it middle of the night. I think it? so, yeah. And then it was yeah, I woke up, and then suddenly. So again, so I don't think it can. And I th- I th- the reason I say that that I don't think it can is because I don't believe that the death of Michael Jackson was as big had no not it wasn't as big but it had as big an impact on the psyche of the public no and it had a massive impact on the psyche of the public but I don't believe that it had as big an impact as Diana and that's why I'd say I would say that Michael Jackson was her only challenger I think Madonna would give it a go wouldn't nah. she nah you don't think Madonna nah really don't Who no. else is it? if it was live okay. too long now Madonna Blown right. it, mate. You've blown it for your Marilyn Monroe moment. I know, and I don't want any of these to happen. I think if Obama or somebody did, that would. That would be a good challenger. Not Obama bin Laden? <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. already dead, if mate. Obama bin Laden? No, uh, maybe not. Do you, th- you think if Barack Obama died? Yeah. No, absolutely nowhere not. Nowhere close to Diana. No, nowhere near. Nowhere near. Who would be? There has to be somebody No one. I, I honestly don't believe that would be the case. But we might sound really stupid now. Yeah. Because the Queen may have died. Exactly. We don't know. And, and the nation might be just a, a right. sea of roses. And then this show's going out and we're just... And we're going, nah, yeah. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be... And everyone else is going, that's so disrespectful because... Going to feel so stupid. Everyone's in black and mourning. Imagine if Mick Jagger now dies and I, well, I just don't. said it in passing. Oh, God. No, I don't. He's not... I don't want him to like Mick Jagger. Well, he's another one. He can't, he can't be far off, can he? He's only 70, isn't he? Yeah, and he's had such a fit life. Yeah, he's really... Um, who knows? That's, uh, well, RIP, anybody that Look, anyone passed. that has died in the last two weeks, it might be one of us. It could be. One of us might have died. This, might, this show might, might be a tribute. Oh, God, yeah. You never know. Could have done. Okay. Could die in we a don't second. Know. Could get run over. It's very true. Particularly if you're uh, hammering wine like you were last night. And, well, I wasn't hammering it. I was so. You had a goldfish bowl of wine. Well, you got it for me. I did say a large I went, glass. I went and got what you told me to I get. I said a large glass, but I didn't realise it was going to come in like a giant I, I relayed that to there. Yeah, now, no, I presume you. you bought them there before. Not that size. No, I presume you've been to that pub yeah, before. I have been to that pub and before. And ordered the same thing. And I've never been I given... did what you told me Thank to you get. Thank you very much. It was lovely. And that's what I brought back. It was a back. goblet of wine. Fucking goblet. <laughs> it was a vat. <laughs> oh, he's been hearing Goldsworth on Fubar Radio. the Pixies. Saddy. Yeah. Sad one. Is that song sad anyway? I don't really know. I, but like a lot of the Pixies lyrics, I don't fully understand what they're talking about. Right. Um, <laughs> I think it's about a monkey that dies. I don't think it's actually about a, mo- a monkey, is. is it? A monkey that's gone to heaven. I think it's about... So, what I think that song's about is how I understand it. Yeah. I understand it that it's somebody coming in with a dead monkey. Yeah. Right, just to the house. Yeah. Right. The 
here's the situation. The wife is uh, now. This isn't. Ma- it's not my choice that this is. This is how their family works. The wife is doing dishes and Mrs. sort of, Pixie. And no, no, it's nothing to do with the pixies. Oh, this is what the story is in the song. Oh. The wife is doing cleaning in the kitchen, okay? That's what they do in their family, that's fine. Don't judge it on roles in the house, sure. that's just what she does. And the man has come home from work, mm-hmm. okay? He goes out to work in the daytime. It could happen the other way around, this just happens, happens to be this story. Okay. The man, as he comes through the door, she says, Oh, hi, you welcome home. And he goes, No. And she goes, What? And then she runs through the living room, and it, just in his arms, she doesn't know what it is at first. She's like looking, going, What? What's he, what's he got, like a big rock or something? And he's just like his white face, just sort of staring at her, and she's like, "What?" And he's he's trying to talk, right? And she looks and's like, "What? What?" And then when she looks closer, it's like it's some sort of primate, okay? Yeah. And it's skull. Is like I know it's horrible, but it's like open. The skull's open, but it's not. It's not really bloody because it's like it's congealed blood around it. But it's not red. It must have been, you know, it's clearly been away for a long time. Yeah. And he's just holding it like that. But it's not his pet monkey. They don't have. No, they no, don't no, have no, no they've not got a monkey. No, they've not got a monkey. They haven't got a pet monkey. No. Okay. But he's just picked up. If he's found a dead monkey, if they had a pet monkey, then she'd have been looking after the monkey, wouldn't she? Because that's you know she's a she's a stay at home in between you know, dinner washing yeah. up and hoovering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, yeah. Well, and and you know sex stuff in the bedroom. Yeah, sure. So. And cooking. So he can't talk. He's like, he can't talk. And she goes, What's happened? What is it? And he's like, (laughs) You know, he's clearly very, very shook up now, as you you would be. And all he can manage to say Mm. eventually is, This monkey's gone to heaven. That's the only way he can say it. She says it as well. I'm just got the lyrics because there's a bit where he goes, Well, if the devil is six, then God is seven. What does that mean? That God outdoes the devil. Uh, God's worse than the devil. No, God outdoes the de- God's better, God's than, the better devil. than the devil. Yeah, I should point out as well. I don't know if you reference it in the song, but I also this family I was telling you about. Yeah, their house is under the sea. Right. They have an underwater, but I don't yeah, think an it, underwater guy who it, control the sea. Oh shit! Yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, that, right, yeah. that's his job. When he goes out, he goes. Um, I know he's dead. No, 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 you, no, no, no. It's the guy that's dead because it's there was a guy, an underwater guy who controlled the sea, got killed by ten million pounds of sludge. That's not a way to go. No, is what it? I'm saying to you, if you'll just listen for a second, he got killed, not the monkey. No, the, the, they're saying guy, but it's a it's a monkey. Oh, it's a monkey guy. So the guy lives under the sea, and he's found what must have been the monkey that controlled. Well, the sludge. He found it. He got killed by ten million pounds worth of sludge. Well, that's what happens when you leave a fucking monkey in charge of controlling the sludge, sludge isn't it? It's not going to be. What's it going to do? It doesn't know what it's doing. It's, it's just true. pressing buttons. That's true. It's a good monkey. It was from New York and from New Jersey. It's from both places. Yeah. Well, his it's, mum was from New York and his dad was from New, from New Jersey. Jersey. Um, um, but yeah, so that's okay. that's what basically went on there. And the um, lyrics. They also had. Uh, there's another monkey as well. Yeah. Which. Um, Quite a lot of monkeys under the sea, but yeah. uh, some people call them sea monkeys. But that's a different thing. Okay. But the other monkey that they had uh, was on a sort of a lookout point. Yeah. Um, and the, the the story is that it got abducted by aliens. That's a stupid oh, story. That's, that they the, said. You mean it got sucked into a hole in the sky? The creature. That's what they said. That's what they said. Oh, clearly, it didn't. But the ground's not cold. Oh yeah, the creature in the sky. So that would be the the, that would be, sky, yeah, that would be the monkey on the on the yeah, lookout got point. Sucked up. Got sucked into a hole. Now there's a hole in the sky. Yeah. The ground's not cold. And if the ground isn't, everyone knows, if the ground's not cold, everything will burn. Well, it can't. No, it can't burn, can it? It's under the sea. So the, the ground's not well, it's cold. Gonna, everything's going to burn. Because the, the ground is wet, because it's under the sea. Yeah. I think burn in that lyric is just like sort of, a, yeah, burn, you mate. You know, it's that right. sort of, I, I don't think burn. it's... Burn. So, um, okay, well, that makes sense now. That, that all makes sense, that pixie it's, song. It, it's, it's basically about a man called Joe mm-hmm. that 
found a dead found monkey. A monkey. That's, what, that's what it's about. And then, I mean, I have to say, ways to go, because this is kind of a... Is other monkey like to be rocked? Well, he, I wouldn't he, like to be, be held in his, in his arms and just oh. rocked gently. I think it's a bit... Oh, yeah, yeah, rock me, Joe. Yeah, um, I wouldn't like, in a ways to go, mm. being... I Was this guy, the guy, the monkey, they call yeah, him they call a guy. call it a guy, but um, it's a monkey. The ten million pounds of sludge is mm. that in weight or in, or in money? Because I wouldn't like ten million pounds worth of sludge to fall onto me. Oh I yeah, no, it's in weight. It's in that's weight. That's not a way to. That's a horrible way to go. Well, I th- How's I, he found the monkey then? This guy, if he's uncovered in ten million pounds worth of sludge. I, all I'm telling you is a story that I know. That's okay. all. I, I couldn't tell you the details. We'd have to get Frank Black on. To For all we that. know, Joe was involved in some way that he, you know, he might have. Been, might have been, this yeah. could have been a murder. We don't know, but monkey it, murder. But certainly by the way that he was struggling to talk. Yeah, about. But he might have been in shock because he just killed a fucking monkey. Was he covered in sludge as well? A bit. This guy. No man. Couldn't tell you, mate. Couldn't tell you. I'm I'm literally making it all up. So okay. Well, I mean, but it's it's obvious that's cleared up. Well, that's what. What would help in the story? Do you want him to be covered in sludge? Yeah. Yeah. Then then yes, he was. I think so. Because then I understand why he's so upset. He's rescued the monkey guy from the sludge, and he's upset. He's not rescued him. He's dead. Oh, it's dead. But he's rescued his, his his body. Yeah. Well, maybe he's rescued his soul. Cadaver. That's the new. That's a good word. Don't use that word. Why? Uh, the reason I don't want you to use that word is because um, my missus. Yeah. Doesn't like it. Oh, I don't. I wasn't aware of it until recently. But oh, is it one you've learned? It's a new word. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, of course you can use it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. use it all you want. I use it all the time. I'd hate to impede your vocabulary Sometimes expanding. When what, I go downstairs, what to other order words? Food, what other words? I'll just you know? order a cadaver. A cadaver of I'll chips. Just say, Can I have a cadaver of chips, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what other words? You know. Um, I tell you one I'm really into at the moment. Well, I don't often know about context, but it's ecclesiastically. I think okay. that's kind of like you know, there's some like oh, that word gives a little shiver what down does it your mean spine. There? Just, just you know. It's it's a religious relate to religion isn't it what someone's is it? ecclesiastic well tell me I don't know I actually don't know but I just like it well, you can't do you, do you use the word no way you can't look it up yet uh, I haven't used it I heard it on a TV show and I was like cool that's what, a hot word what was it songs of praise is that why you're assuming yeah it was that I can't spell it even Ecle- ecclesiastic oh this is an interesting spelling you've done here E-C-L- yeah, That's amazing. Google always there. helps you. I always knows what it means. Uh, it's a church. I knew. It. I said. It, I said it's a church word. Relating it? to the church. Yeah. In that, who would be ecclesiastical? And oh, so it's a it's a church. It's a church is ecclesiastic. <laughs> Appropriate to church or use in church. What are the new words have you learned recently? Now I don't know about new words, but I've got favourite words. Go I love the word plethora. Ooh. I think you said that before. Yeah, plethora, I love that. which That's means and many of. Yeah. Several of more yeah. than one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's like currently my favourite words. What else have you learned recently? Well, actually, oh, this is related to a show later. There was a, on the press release. I had to look up a word on this man. Um, post. Oh, you're going to know what it means. I'm Go like on. a dumbass now when I say. No, it. you won't. Uh, post eroticism. Actually, I say you won't. You will. Post eroticism. Okay. So that's quite a good word. That's good that you learned. And anything else that you've learnt recently? Um, hmm. I think uh, I learned something yesterday. Oh, we, you learned something today. I, I caught you learning it. Oh, that the Flash song. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say I learned it. I, was, I arrived I was early this morning, I and I uh, obviously it's afternoon when you're hearing it, but this yeah. is morning for us. Um, and when I walked into the studio, you were in here alone. Yeah. Singing Flash. I wouldn't say singing. I'd well, say you were having a crack at it. I was having a crack. And I have to say, it's a lot easier when um, Freddie's in charge and actually singing as well. And and the talky bits are in the song. Yeah. I don't want to have to apologise Well, I've sort of wavered on the talky bits. The, the reason yeah, I'm, but you have to know when they come in. Yeah, right. but the reason I've wavered on them is because some of them overlap the singing. Sure. That's why I've wavered, so I think it's quite a difficult thing to... I don't know whether I have to apologise to Jacob, because it's harder than I thought. 
Um, given the look he's doing, what you can't say, but the look he's doing, the smug, smug. satisfied look he's doing, I would, I would no. advise strongly against no, apologising. for anything. I yeah, I, I wouldn't even. Um, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't give him the time of day. Running human. Short people. Sorry, we're in the middle of discussion then, but I, I didn't get a chance to hear what Adam was requesting that I don't do. So, sadly, we're on the air now, aren't we? Um, Adam's joined us. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you doing? It'd be nice to have my mic up. Thank you. I prefer him without it. <laughs> um, a lot of people have said that. No, go on. I, I apologise profusely. I've, I've been doing that all day. Yeah. Oh. I don't think I'm quite awake yet. No, it's quite early for you. Very early yeah. for me, yeah. I mean, we are... Are it's we, midday we, right now. Are we live? Are we not live? We're not who, live. Who knows? Well, well it no, should be not. around <laughs> three o'clock now, shouldn't it? Okay, well, it's 12 o'clock. No, here. of course it's not. We've only done half an hour because we started at half 11. I'm an idiot. I'm actually an idiot. It's half past two. I've not said this for a while, but clip that, Adam. <laughs> um, so, I'll, I'll tell you what I want to do. We we're going to do the flash song, but before we do that, oh, mm-hmm. um, I'd like just a quick chat. Oh. I'm not seen you for ages. No. Like, not just, prob- just, like not, but I'm not seeing you really young. No. You know, so I, I feel like we don't catch up enough. No, we don't. Um, I'm not going to go down the route of asking you what cock you sucked because it's obvious. None. And you're, celib- you're celibate now, I believe. Yep. Because I'm an avid Pokemon Go player. Oh, also. Are you still doing that? Yeah. yeah. Got the other one, haven't you? I had to shout at someone at a gig for that. Oh, they're doing Pokemon during Did a gig. Did I tell you about that? No. no. Have I not mentioned it on here? No. Fuck me. It was in Birmingham, centre of Birmingham, this gig. And the and, and, uh, gig was actually all right, but it was allowed at the front. I'm about to bring on the first ad, and I said, I've just said, turn your phones off. What are you, what are you checking? And he was che- he's just had his phone pointing at the stage, and the girl next to him went, he's doing Pokemon Go. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? You're <laughs> looking on the stage for Pokemon Go. <laughs> Were there any when, there? when there's a game. I've not got a clue. I, I, I proper shouted at him. Grown man. It's a, it's a bit culty, isn't it? Culty? Yeah. Or, or no, culty means a, a, a small amount of people. No, do it. no, I mean as in like like other uh, cults that I won't name because I might get sued. But uh, but it's like ones what, what that I'm not going to name. No, they're officially religions now. I can't talk about it. But uh, well, but, well, who, who did you who were you miss? You know, it's uh, fringe religions basically. Like, uh, you know, like that the, the you know the, you know the ones the hungry horse one. I don't know. Um, the what? Hungry horse. I don't know that one. I just say that for any answer now. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. Position, but, but Church of the Banana. Church of the Banana, that sort of stuff. But okay. it's it's uh, people will really sign up to it and they're like... Which religion did you mean, though? I'm not saying. 100% not saying. What the Tom is. Cruise one? I, I, don't, I don't know. Is he, is that the is one he you religious? Mean? I don't know. I didn't know. Well, he's it, definitely, it's definitely, he's definitely in a religion, yeah. Wouldn't you like, just like out, uh, out of interest now, mm. and, and just out, out of the conversation for a second, mm. wouldn't you like a bit of attention like that? Would you not like to sort of... if because they're only on, like, top of Gooch Street. Yeah, not far. I, I could take you down there. I've been there, actually. I've been in there. What have you been in there for? So I wanted to have a look around. In the Scientology yeah, little yeah, shop or whatever it is. No, it's not. Well, it's, def- it's several floors, actually. It's yeah, okay. cinema in there and stuff. A cinema? Or film screening room, Old yeah. Tom Cruise and John Travolta film. No. A little film. I, I don't know if we're... Are you allowed to talk about this? But, uh, are it, you allowed to talk about it? It was a little it? film about, you know, how uh, psychiatry is not very good. Okay. But I didn't last it to the end. I got I got freaked out. So you went in like were you pulled in there? Because they do that, don't they? No, that's what they do. I they, wasn't. You know, they sat I, got, outside it. I got dared by my friend to go in there. Oh, so, so you were you were fucking with them? No, I went in there. I thought I'd be actually. I thought because I am quite fascinated by cults and religions. Mm. Um, and and I always. And, wi- and which one is this? We're talking about. I think about it's now. A, it's 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 classified as a religion. So okay. It's a religion. Uh, 
I thought. But you can understand a... why people would view it as a cult. Yeah. And, and surely they can. Surely they can understand no, they, why. Uh, I, well, it used to be, but because they they've been declared officially a religion. No, no, I'm not saying that they're not I'm one. I'm not saying they're not one. I'm saying. Oh no, I but can surely see. you can. Like for example, I could be accused of things and go, well, I can understand why you think. I could be accused of being a bully. Yeah. And I could go. I understand why you think that. Yeah. Here's why I'm not. Um, I think any religion could potentially be seen as being a cult, even the major Absolutely. ones. So. so so I think it's maybe not the right tack to go, oh, if you say I'm a cult, we're a cult, then we're going to see it. It's yeah, like, yeah. just go, no, I, I, what you're, what they should say is what you're doing is fundamentally misunderstanding what we mm. are. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. But I like the idea of them, you know, like the Louis Theroux thing, which is coming out. I it might be out that. now. It might yeah, well be out that. now. Um, you know, they made his life a bit of a misery, didn't they? They, they, well, they or, did. Or played right into his hands, depending on how oh, you, look at, you look at it. <laughs> we were recently here as a, as a station. You didn't come to this event, but it was when we went to Leaf Festival. It was near East Grinstead. Who didn't come to the event? Sorry, Adam didn't. Um, uh, neither did you, Ian, either. No, no, definitely but didn't. But we were really near East Grinstead, which I know is like the headquarters of the UK, and I was quizzing. The taxi, headquarters of the UK? The headquarters of Scientology oh, in, in the UK. It's always in East Grinstead. It's all good. They've got Scientology there. The people in Parliament. Right now, going, tell you, I don't want you like doing here. Yeah, Get down these quiz there, mate. That's where we're actually running things. I was really fascinated about it. I was every taxi that we got into, I was quizzing them about. I didn't lead into it immediately. I was like, so East Grinstead, so uh, I've seen Tom Cruise around. And one of the taxi drivers had said that he'd, um, they'd all been to the Scientology headquarters. And one of the taxi drivers, he's not a Scientologist, but he'd, uh, I couldn't get my head around this. He said, they do some courses there. I took some courses. I said, okay, cool. What, like English literature courses? No, and, and how just... to just be better with your life and how to do things um, better. Now, one of the courses was how to manage your money. You, you've not been that one, have you? Not though? yet, no. no. Uh, one of the courses was how to manage I your mean, money. I mean, even if it's a Mickey Mouse course, you, surely there would have been some benefit. Not paying for it. But, no, one of the courses that he suggest, he took, or said they have, was yeah. how to manage mm. your money better. And, mm. and guess how much that course uh, cost to Go take? On. 40 quid. Now, if you well, were maybe, good... Maybe that's it. Maybe you go in there, you pay your money in that, you sit go, down... That's a waste of money. Somebody walks out and said, well, no, yeah. not like that. That's what I would say. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the entire lecture. That's what I would say. Not like that. Uh, here's Bye. the first thing. Don't spend 40 quid on courses if you want to manage yep. your money better. So I couldn't really get my head around that. And then I thought, well... Unless, but the course may well be worth £40 pounds for all we know. Maybe. Maybe absolutely, you know, a sterling course. We don't know. Maybe, you don't maybe, maybe. Maybe, So you don't like Scientologists? No, as well. I, I don't dislike them. So you I do actually like, them. like some of them. I love Beck, and I like Juliette Lewis, and I like Giovanni Rabisi, and I like who else are the? Uh, I liked Isaac Hayes. Mm. Um, I have no issue with them. Don't mind mm. Kirsty Alley. She's all right, isn't she? I felt a degree of sympathy for Isaac Hayes towards the end there. Why? I just did. I felt like he wasn't necessarily thinking straight. He'd been a Scientologist for many, many. years I don't know. If it was necessarily even that. Okay. I, don't, I don't even know if it was connected to Scientology, really. But South Park did a whole thing about yeah, it. Didn't that's they? Why, about yeah, that's why he quit. That he'd gone mad, and he, that, you know. well, that's no, why but after after right. he quit. Now he quit because all of a sudden he, it was like the kid out of Two and a Half Men. So all of a sudden they're like, "No, this is this is wrong. This project." It's like we've well, done it. Only when they mocked Scientology, as as, oh, as, it, the queen, yeah, yeah, as Trey Parker and uh, Matt Stone okay. pointed out, you've been happy when we've mocked every other religion. It's yeah, only yeah, when okay. we've gone for your one that you've like. Quit oh, I, the said, show. I didn't know that was yeah. what it was. Um, yeah. But then they gave him a proper hiding they afterwards, did, didn't yeah, they? And then yeah. when he died, they gave him quite a hiding oh, as well. Oh. Well, sort of. Well, they sort of just said that you know. Then he come back from the dead. Uh, when Isaac Hayes had actually yeah, died, like they did an episode where, yeah, where he came back from the dead. I can't remember that one. And they used yeah. clips of his voice to do it. And it was actually, but it was actually quite within their warped sense yeah. of humour. It was actually quite touching because it was also about how Chef wasn't well and yes. he was clearly not thinking straight and all these sorts of things. But I might have been thinking perfectly straight. I don't know. Mm. I just got that maybe I was uh, 
influenced by what they were saying about him. So, Adam, what were we actually talking about? Pokemon before? Go. Pokemon yes. Go. So, how are you? How many have you got? How many, how many are there to collect in uh, about 100? There's 142. Is there? Yeah. And oh, I was saying 100 because I thought that was a ridiculously low number, but I, I thought it'd be like millions of oh, them. Oh, no, there's, there's going to be updates because this is only like the first gen ones. Did you see his eyes when he yeah. said there's going to be updates? He lit up. Yeah, you sort of like, it was like a real sort of like. Woo-hoo. That was like you were saying, I've got a date at the weekend. Yeah. It was like you're excited now, but you're excited about. How many have you got? Software updates. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've got like 53. Is that, is that good? Is Seems good? good. All right. Yeah, I think I've got about 53. But you've got oh. a new... Um, Adam just did an interview, which is, may have been on our own. No, is that coming this... No, well, no, it's already been, it's been on there. It was yeah, on last weekend there. with... Uh, what was his name? Oh. Sean Murray. Sean Murray, the, uh, who created No Man's Skies. Oh, okay. Do you like that game? I don't know. It's only just come out. never it's played game, it. It's, no, I, it's a rehash of an old game, isn't it? No Man's Sky? No. No Man's Skies is... Uh, well, Barry's told me wrong then. But, it's, oh, it's, so basically, it's, the game is... Uh, you're a space pilot, I guess, but you I've go around. I bet it's brilliant for 20 minutes, is what I've heard, and then it's shit. Oh, really? That's what I've heard. But you've got it. I've now. got it. Yeah. I've started playing it. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, have you played more than 20 minutes? <laughs> I've played about three, no, two hours of it. Is it better yeah. than Battlefront? I've not played Battlefront. I think you're a Star Wars fan. Oh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Oh, I've played that yet. What did you think of that? I know, I thought you meant like the actual. There was another game called Battlefront, oh, was which there? was uh, based in World War Two or something like that. I see. Oh. That's Battlefield. Gaming. Um, oh, yeah. Star Wars Battlefront I, I play that more than anything else that, that and Rugby League I, I play Battlefront and I've started playing it online quite a lot yeah I haven't played Star Wars Battlefront for a while really I good. need. I really need to get back into and that's it add an, up, that's, add an update Adam it's going to have some more updates how about that um, if I I feel like it's time I need to just get into gaming because everyone's into it where do I start with no, this you just pop yourself to the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> isn't, there a, isn't there a gaming a kitchen gaming game oh yeah Sims play yeah, Sims, Sims. is that where play. I should start yeah what get are on the, the girl Sims. games yeah Sims that's it Go. or Minecraft Minecraft's what Minecraft Sims sounds, sounds Minecraft and some, um, Minecraft. some sort of virtual pet that'll, sounds, that'll keep you quiet <laughs> Minecraft sounds quite butch it's a block game that you like build. Is it like, like Tetris? I love Tetris. No, oh. no, no. You build like you build stuff out of like wooden and crap. Uh, wooden crap. Well, yeah. I'm not a carpenter. It's I'm horrible. a lady. It's horrible in many ways. Now it's just. I'm a. Ca- I can't <laughs> what be. You, a- what you do? You have a big pile of wood. It's like kindling. No, no. On one side of the screen, on the other side of the screen, it's just massive mound of shit. <laughs> and you've just got a, like you've got to wear special gloves when you wear when you play the. It's like a virtual reality thing, and you scoop the shit up, <laughs> smear <laughs> it on the wood. And you build I don't stuff. Do that. You just build stuff. I've never had any. And then you, you have that. selfies took with it and post them on Instagram. It's a really bizarre game. Uh, no, I don't think carpentry is for me. I've no. never been interested in it, so that's not rule out Minecraft. Okay. Mm, okay. Sims then. Yeah, go go play Sims. Okay, fine then. <coughs> What's your gaming tag, please, Adam? What what would it search for you for on PlayStation? Uh, it's Adam Johnson one nine eight seven. Adam. Nineteen eighty seven. Is that when you were born? Yeah. Johnson J O H N H N S O N S O N I wish I could change it, but you can't change them. Is that on PlayStation? Yes, yeah, on PlayStation. Right, you can't. That. We'll play Battlefront. Have you got Battlefront? Yeah, I've got Battlefront. Let's play that. Let's go. Because I sometimes play with Barry. How, Barry is How is he on it? Barry's never seen Star Wars. So, do you know what? He's, he's decent at it. He's got better at it. He's all right. Because okay. you know, I think he games quite a lot online anyway. Yeah. So he knows the actual mechanics of a game and gets it. So it's not like he's just wandering about running into things. Mm. What's what's most amusing about playing a Star Wars game with Barry mm. is whilst he understands we've got to kill them things and we've got to defend this point and all that sort of stuff, he doesn't know what anything is. So he's like, shoot that guy yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm a, the, the I'm thing he regularly says... 
uh, which creases me every time, is they have shadow troopers, which yeah. are stormtroopers that are jet black. Mm-hmm. And they can essentially, like, like the Predator in the Predator film, they can sort of disappear into the, you know, they can camouflage themselves in the background, and then you know they run towards you and all that sort of thing. But he just he just screams, "The blacks are here." <laughs> Who does? Barry. Oh, but, he, but he doesn't. Okay. Ma- he, he means the yeah. black stormtroopers. That's yeah, what he yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He, he's not saying it as a joke. Even. He just suddenly will go, the blacks are here. Right. Because he needs to shoot them. Run away like that, and it creases me. Creases me and everything else is like, and, uh, you know, Scout Walk comes in. Oh, one of them big fucking metal things is coming. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't know what any of them are. I need to ask him about a film when we talk to him. Talk to him now if you want. Well, th- okay, yeah, anything to, to lay this fucking song, yeah. Are you busy, Adam? I was going to go get some lunch in a bit. That's snowing. With Julia. Isn't it? Don't, snowing don't, it? Yeah, don't for a bit. Mm. I want to do the Queen, but we're going to quickly ring Barry. Do you want to speak to Barry? Yeah, I'll speak to Barry. Ask him about I the actually, blacks. I want to know about a film because I need to know whether it's too horrible for me to watch. It's a horror film. What is it? It's called The Woman. And he, no, oh, he's good. He, but he likes some quite hardcore horror films. Yeah, but have, have you ever watched a film that Barry's advised you to watch and, and enjoyed thought it? it was good? Um, this is the question. Oh, I'm trying to think now. All the ones that. Well, I suppose. Um, was it Wolf Creek? No, it was Eden Lake, wasn't it, that he suggested? No, I that has to go that down. One. You can't do that. Other, turn that off. Yeah. That off? Press that off as well. Right. Yeah, and press that on when it starts ringing on that. Okay, receiver. you keep talking. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, do you like horror films, Adam? I never really There's, asked you. Mm, I, don't, I don't really like horror films. What is it? Really you get scared? Much. Yeah, I do get a bit scared. I have. I really enjoyed though uh, Stranger Things. Do you watch gay porn. Yeah, that scares me. Do you watch gay porn? That scares me as well. Stranger Things. I've seen one episode. I, I should watch that. You see, I watched the whole series in one. Don't tell me about because I've, I've not finished I watching it. Yet. Hey, Barry. Hello. How are you, mate? All right, how are you? I'm all right, you're very quiet. Hang on a second. Oh, am I? There you go. It's not your fault, it's not your fault. It's a, oh, right. it's a technical thing in the studio. Mm. Um, we're just talking about you. How's Edinburgh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about that, because you're in Edinburgh now, of course, doing your show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? Well. No, you are. This, this show is, is now, but it's going out in two weeks' time, so you will be in Edinburgh on the 29th, won't you? You've been nearly done. Yeah. I'll be on then. Oh. Oh, well, then we, we, can ask, we can ask you how it went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the other thing as well, but I've just been telling Adam, because Adam's in the studio at the moment. Yeah. All, right, all right, Adam. You're right. Uh, we were talking about uh, Star Wars Battlefront, and I've been saying that I play that with you. Oh, yeah. Online sometimes, and I was telling them that you don't know the name of anything, because you've never seen Star I got Wars. A <laughs> um, and I was telling them how much I enjoy it when you suddenly shriek, the blacks are coming. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst ones, the black ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. That's exactly what, that's exactly Barry, what I mean. They are. They're not. Why, why, why are they Don't the worst ones, Barry? Because they're guns. The guns they've got, like, you can't see them. It's really hard to see them. Because they, they, like, turn into, like, a predator. And then, then they just, like, appear. And they've got these guns and they take you down in one shot. What else do you not like about the black ones, Barry? Oh, God, oh. I, mean, I mean, fuck that. That's, that song's not going on. What else do you not like about the black ones, Barry? They're just that. They're, they're, they're just the hardest ones to, um, to kill. They take loads of shots as well. They're really hard. Yeah. They're the ones I with mean, the jetpacks as well. No. Oh. No, they're the white ones. That they're just as hard because you can't. You shoot them; they've got a force field around. You can only shoot them when they go off in the sky. Oh, that's, well, that isn't that nice. In the end, it turned out that he, he wasn't actually saying no. that the black ones are any worse the or better ones. than the, than the mm. white ones. He was saying that the black and white ones. Black are ones are definitely worse. Oh, okay. what ones? The black ones. Oh, <laughs> you, have you? 
Have you honestly got no... I need to no... find out what these are called. <laughs> Say again? I need to find out what they're called. Yeah, I mean, have you no concept whatsoever about how the, how this is now sounding at the moment? Well, that's all I know them as. That's what they are on that game. Right, so you don't even, you won't even acknowledge that they have names. Yeah, because I've not seen the films, have I? They're the black ones. There's the black ones for the big guns, and there's the white ones that fly. <laughs> I, can't wait for you to, I can't wait for you to listen back to this when the penny drops. <laughs> and then there's um, TIE Fighters, I've learned that. Oh, very good, oh. mate! Yeah, because you, uh, you say that one a lot. Um, probe Droid, you say good. that one a lot. I know what they are. Very good. Um, there's the Walkers that you call something like PTSD or something like that. <laughs> yes, near enough, that's near enough. Um, the PTSD um, Walkers. Um... What else is there in Star Wars? I think that's, I think that's all I've learned. Okay. Mm. Um, uh, there was something I meant to do with you, actually, and I, we can no time like the present. Okay. Um, where you were telling me the reason you didn't want to watch Star Wars is because you knew what happened in it, and then I asked you to tell me what happened in it. Yeah, it turns out it's his dad. Right. So let's so let's uh, <laughs> let's go through again what Barry believes is Star Wars. Now I'll tell you now. I once did this with Ed, and Ed d- deliberately made up a stupid story about what Star Wars was. Right. Right. Because he hadn't seen Star Wars. I haven't either. Um, Nat hasn't either. But Barry is actually coming from what he believes is an informed position. Because he's now... But he hasn't necessarily seen no, he's it. Never, he hasn't seen no, he's it. never seen the film. He's just... Right. But Barry thinks he knows what happens in the okay. film. Okay. So, without further ado, mate... How was your Edinburgh, by the way? Oh, it was brilliant. It was an experience. I mean, ultimately, it's all about making yourself a better comic and not reading the reviews. Right. Did you not read the reviews? Nah. Good. Um... <laughs> what... <laughs> what um, <laughs> What, uh, how were your audiences? Oh, up and down, but you know what I mean. No, Barry, yeah. no, no. What? Oh, oh um, uh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, they were really good. Yeah. Sold well? Um, well, it went to free show, so... Um, no, no, Barry. Money in the what? pocket. Oh, fucking oh, okay. sold out, mate, sold out, mate. Yeah, right. I, I found out last night we removed the only seats, 23 people. What? Yeah. So you'll at most make 23 quid a night? Yeah. <laughs> Just accepts them any good doesn't even, that, doesn't even care for that shitty hostel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but of course you've you at least got the opportunity to touch people while you're there. I presume that's why you picked that one. <laughs> I think it's going to be the other way around. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, well done, mate. I'm glad, I'm glad of that. Glad you did well and sold out every day. Well, I mean, I hope at least there's going to be one day that's a sellout. Otherwise, what a waste of time and money this has been. <laughs> right, but you don't think it, it would be a waste of money if you sold out just one day? <laughs> then it would all be worth it, wouldn't it? I can't quite remember how I got talked into this. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. You know what? You, go on. You know when you say yes to things and you're not concentrating, no. and then the next thing you know, someone's getting in touch. Yeah, you're no, like, oh, all right. No. I'll w- no, I don't know that. I don't know that at all. That's why you've got to concentrate, mate. That's why you don't agree to anything until you have actually listened to what you're agreeing to. That's how you ended up in the Parapod, mate. We were like six <laughs> episodes in before you realised you'd committed to it. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> okay. oh, this yeah. show. The same with this show. How many weeks <laughs> yeah. was I ringing you every single fucking week? And I still do it now, most weeks. How many times was that happening before the one day when you went, hang on, what's going on here? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just got to stand up for yourself, mate. Said the same to Jacob, but now he's barred from the studio. Why is he barred? Has he done his song? He's got to do his song again. Has he later. what? Has he sung his song? No, no not. Uh, no, speaking of torture, that's. Nat and Adam are going to do it. I'm actually going to let them do it while we're on the phone to you. Yeah, but no, but uh, look, right, oh, Jacob has to do it at some point today. We can't <clears> just go, <throat> Jacob's not doing it anymore. Why has uh, he passed it to us? Sorry, let me just, uh, sorry but I just want to double check something. <laughs> Ian Goldsworth on Fubar Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me just let Jacob get away with it. Oh, what is it? Let me just check where it says Ian Bosworth. Ian Bosworth and Nat. Let me just. Don't, let me, I just want to listen to this no, again. Look at Ian Bosworth on Fubar Radio. No, it's definitely Jamaica. But we talked about this, and you were like, Jacob can't win. Sorry, it just says here. Jacob, I'll, 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 I'll play it one more time. Too. I mean, just to make sure for definite that it's definitely my show. Uh, just one more time. Ian Goldsworth on Fubar Radio. Yeah, definitely, that's definitely. Wait, wait. No, it might be something hidden. Is there anything? Well, anything hidden at the end there? There was a spunk shot. No, they're hidden now. Campari on. or something. Um, so, Barry. Yeah. Tell us about Star Wars. What? What I know or what it is? Yeah. Tell us the story of Star Wars. Right. Might even have it. There's on the system. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Hang on, hang on Barry. Uh, oh, the search button's gone. Where's the, where's the search button gone? I oh, saw the bottom. Yeah, if you go on database search, should appear. Database search. Sorry, Barry. Sorry, sorry to yeah. hold you there. Um, mate. I know you. <coughs> it's labelled as Star Wars. It's just labelled as Star Wars. Google Star Wars. Yeah, Why do we say Google now when we when we actually mean search? No, actually, yeah. Right. I, I don't even use Google. I still say you Google. You don't use Google. Well, sometimes. Great, great stories. Those. What do you? Use? <laughs> These are all brilliant stories. Brilliant. Just filling time until you find Star Wars. <laughs> I'm enjoying the stuff. I'm really, really enjoying the stories. Right. Here we go. It's time for the story of Star Wars as told by Mr. Barry Dodds. Right, no, wait, wait, wait. Can I go for it? Right. It's, um... It's, you see, I know this bit with the scrolling words because I've seen it before on things. It's like in a galaxy a long, long time ago, in uh, some far away or something, right? There's a. It's a sort of like a company, like some big sort of. Um, uh, like, like sort of corporate entity, um, which is led by this bloke called Darth Vader. And they've taken over hmm. everything. A corporate entity? There's something like that. Yeah, okay. Right, Starbucks. Right, so, Run by Darth Vader. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah like, big company, they own everything. Uh, he's a bit of a bastard. Right. Um, he's keeping everyone in check. But I mean, he actually, he actually technically is as well. No father. Yeah. So he's, um, so he's running everything. He, and... He's a top dog, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's the one. Yeah. And there's a group of people who don't like what he's doing. So they're going to try and, like, overthrow him. Yeah. It's like that makes them sound a bit like ISIS, but they're meant to be the good ones, aren't they? Well, ISIS are meant anyway, to be the good ones. Who's meant to be the good ones? No, no, the good ones is uh, Luke Skywalker and um, that last. What last? The, the what Carrie last? Fisher. At the moment, it could be somebody from Biker Grove, the way you're telling it. What what <laughs> last? Carrie um, Fisher. What's it? Princess. What's she called? Princess Leia. There we go. Right. Got there in the end. He's knocking around with her. 
Right. And they're like, well, we're sick of this. Let's, um, <laughs> let's get together. Let's try and get an army together to overthrow him because we don't like what's going on. Hang on, hang on. Carry on, mate. So they're like, all right, then. So they try getting an army together. They get in touch with this bloke who knocks around with this, like, big bear thing, Chewbacca. They, like, you know, like, want to join us. Who's the bloke, Barry? Harrison Ford. Character name, maybe? Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, fine, yeah, that'll (laughs) do. Right. So they get him on board, and they're like, right, come and help us, like, twat this, and Darth Vader bloke, who sits like, all right, fair enough. They all get together. There's is a it, of is all, oh, right, fair enough, is that one of the lines from the film? Is it one of the, one of the famous quotes? I, I think I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Um, best way, best way so when you're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple of robots in it that I've no idea what they're about. <laughs> right, right, okay. I've absolutely no idea what they are. Okay. But people seem to like them. Mm. Um, one of them died this week. So, My few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw them, yeah, quite sad, yeah. Um, quite sad, even though you've got no frame of reference at all for the man. <laughs> no, because I've met him. When did you meet Kenny Baker? Um, Comic Con, Sheffield. Oh, that's nice. Did you get on with him? I met, met Dolph Vader as well. Um, they were all right. They looked a bit fed up. They didn't have many people waiting to get their autograph. Do you find a lot of people look fed up when they meet you? <laughs> 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 but... It was it was really uncomfortable because I had to say something because I was waiting in the line to meet um, Freddy Krueger and the line for him was so big it went past their table right. so it was going past it but impolite and not to say hello look yeah. at their pictures and then anyway sorry back to so, action go for it so what was it up to yeah there's a couple of robots I don't know what they're doing but they all get together they go to this planet that's like a big metal ball okay. they go along Luke Skywalker, he meets this Darth Vader bloke. He goes to twat him off something with his uh, lightsaber. Yeah. It turns out he, he's like, I'm your dad. And then it's like, that's like the big, ooh, should he, should he kill him, should he not? Right. And I think he does. Okay. And it, that's, uh, that's yeah, the, that's Star it Wars. the Star Wars, is it? Fuck, <laughs> I don't know. And what? Have you heard of the Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, I know they've done sequels and that, but uh, I've, I've absolutely no idea what happens in them. You've no idea what happens in the first one, mate. I don't think I'm that far off. Okay. Let me just put, yeah, there we put go. It to the vote in the studio. Nat obviously won't know because she's never seen Star Wars, but Adam, out of ten, how close was that to actual to a new hope? First Star Wars film. I, I, four. Four. Yeah. I think four is being kind. We'll, we'll go with four. Hmm. Oh, so you're f- four, Barry. A four. I mean, there That's was bit, not bad. There were bits in there that were were right, but you said Harrison Ford played Obi Wan Kenobi, who knocked around with yeah, a big was... bear. We got yeah. the name of the bear right. Yeah, he did say Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford played Han Solo, Barry. All right, okay. Which begs the question: right. Who the fuck is Obi Wan Kenobi, and why did you not mention him? Oh, I've no idea who that is. No, no. Um, there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be a need for him anyway in Barry's story because Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia are knocking about with each other anyway at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. But how is Darth Vader in? He's in um, the Empire Strikes Back, which yeah. is the second film. 
Yeah. Is that uh, is that is that not like a prequel? Oh, is can it? I just can I just tell you yeah. by the way, Barry, that, that Nat has just googled this. <laughs> she's googled. Uh, I can see her screen as well. I've got the same screen on my computer. Yeah. So she's just googled <laughs> to check if Darth Vader was in the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, uh, you could have just I could have just told you. But is in all of them? Can I, can I be totally honest with you? Yeah. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> right. Um, I've got a picture of some bloke. I've Googled Obi Wan Kenobi. I've just got a picture of some bloke with a beard. <laughs> Was it, is it Alec Guinness by any chance? Sir Alec Guinness. No, oh, yeah, Sir Alec, Alec Guinness. There we go. Oh. And Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah, 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 also yeah, yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Empire Strikes yeah. Back is not a prequel, Barry. I'll tell you that much now. The Empire Strikes Back is, a, is, is the story it's continuing. Sequel. It's a sequel. What about mm. the Je- uh, Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. The, 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 Return, oh, uh, Return of the Jedi. It's a sequel yeah. to the Empire Strikes Back. And then there's e- Ewoks. Let's not let's not even acknowledge those. That is a film, though, isn't it? The Ewok Adventure about Star Wars. Well, it's a spin-off. But and it's then not. there was the uh, one with the Bink- Binky Binks. Binky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jar Binks. Yeah, Jar Binks. Okay, so, yeah. so they're, they're the prequels. They're the prequels. They're Those three. And then what about Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith? What about they're Rogue the, One? Rogue One is actually also a prequel to A New Hope, but that's coming out this year. And a spin-off. It's, yeah, a spin-off. it's a spin-off prequel. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to this one. It's about how they get the plans for oh, the great big metal planet. I wasn't thinking of this one. I was thinking of the other one that came out. Force um, Awakens. Uh, with John Bodega. Yeah, yeah it's the sequel. 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 What's that one called? Force Awakens. We've said it three times. Force now. Awakens, but Rogue One isn't is part is Star Wars as well. And Darth Vader's in Rogue One. Yes. Yes. Was he in the Force Awakens? No, he's no. dead. I don't understand. Ro- Rogue, <laughs> one, Rogue One isn't a sequel to Force Awakens. Rogue One takes How place. How many these films do you need? Come on. Yeah, I agree now. Yeah. You've not seen any of them. Oh, it's got Ben Mendelsohn in it. I might Neither of you have seen any of them. So how can you go, well, how many do you need? You've not seen one. There's about seven now, isn't there? Come on, it's not James Bond. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do, actually, yeah. well, One episode, I'll be all right. Maybe six episodes. That'd be fine, wouldn't it? Sometimes in a series, they could knock a few off for me. I'm no, but, lie, but would you have been happy with just six episodes? That's it. Ever. That's it, ever. I might have been, actually, yeah. No, would you have been happy with yeah, that? And actually, the story isn't complete, by the way. Uh, just no, six random episodes. No, no. no. How many do you need now? How many do you need? Well, I'd say 12. A couple of series, I think. Playing a song. Barry... Yeah. Thanks, mate. Oh, I wanted to ask him uh, about a film. Well, do, do you want to, we'll ring you back in ten minutes. Oh, then. okay. Yeah. Well, guests here. There's a guest here. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to speak to you about a film in a bit, Barry. Are you, are you around all day, mate? Probably just to recover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're recovering from Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just counting all the money, mate. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Don't blame you, mate. Don't blame you. You just enjoy that. Um, all right. I'm, I'm maybe give you, it, it might be in the next show, but I'll give you a shout back so Nat can ask you about the film. Right. She does want to ask you about right, a film. It's yeah. what's it called? The what woman. Film is it? It's called The Woman. The film's called The Woman. Oh. Fucking rubbish. Right, okay, oh, no, okay. wait, hold that thought, hold yeah. that thought. We'll discuss it when we come back. Cheers, Dodds. See you later. Little silver lady here. Such a long fade on David Sell songs. Like, a really long fade. I was going to buy that album the other day and I changed my mind at the last minute. Why? I don't think I'd like the rest of it, but I like Silver Lady. Yeah. It was only a quid, but I still didn't buy it. I bought the, um, the soundtrack to Cats instead. Really? Which was a quid. Have you listened to that? No, I've not been home. I don't, is that, oh, I don't know, really know anything about Cats at all. Cats? The musical Cats? Nothing about it. Memories. Oh. That's, that's weird, isn't it? Just, yeah. just, just a random voice just suddenly came in. <laughs> um, have you not, have you really not sung? That's not. Stace, by the way. Stacey's joined us. Hello. Hello there. That was me. Yeah. Cat we, calling. Yeah. Do you like Cats? Well, I know a bit about catcalling. But do you know about the musical Cats? I've never seen it. Yeah. I just yeah. randomly know one of the songs, a few of the songs. 
What's wrong it's with you people? <laughs> I don't really like musicals at all. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I always say, but just talk. That's not a thing, saying you don't like musicals. I hate them. I like Oliver. Then you Do like you? a musical? No, I like I a musical, but in general... Rocky Horror Show? No. Mm. Little Chop of Horrors? Well, yeah, that. Yeah, all so right, yeah, they're yeah, all musicals, okay. the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't choose to watch one, like... You know. But if you were kidnapped and forced to watch yeah, it, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't be yeah. a bad day. It wouldn't be torture. Got you. It'd be all right. Um, no musicals at all for you, Natalie? Uh, Greece. I don't mind Greece. You don't mind Greece? Yeah. So yeah. you like a musical? I wouldn't say I like it. I'd watch it. If it was but you see, my point of saying that's not a thing isn't a thing. You, you you just don't like some musicals. There's the musicals that I definitely hate with a passion. It's which the ones? ones? Which have no talking in whatsoever, and it's all singing. And that <laughs> I like that, that Les Miserables film. I lasted about uh, twenty seconds, and I was oh, out. You lasted twenty that's seconds. No yeah, I hated yeah. it. Sweet uh, Sweeney Todd as well. Oh that's yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Uh, How are we judging something on twenty seconds? Because then I read. I like to read about it. So it was like it's all singing, and it's Russell yeah. Crowe, and I thought that's. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, I, I don't particularly like Lamers, but I know it's that long it, as well. It's three hours. Well, it's twenty seconds Did when you, know you watch it. Apparently, Anne Hathaway had to starve herself and get her head shaved. And all the pre- like method method acting that she did. So did be in Lamez. I've never watched Lamez. I've seen it. Don't I've seen it live, but I've never seen it. Same and I didn't she, like it. Live. She used to eat like spoonfuls of nut puree. Mm. That was her food. This about. isn't what I was planning to Avisa. do. Avisa was all singing. That's three hours of singing, so I never watched that. Avita, Even though I yeah. love Madonna, I'm not going to watch her singing for three You're hours. You're not going to watch her singing, no. What, what, is it, <laughs> what is it that appeals to you about Madonna? Well, I don't want to hear... Not, not, don't cry I like Madonna, Argentina. I just don't want to hear her sing. <laughs> I do want to hear her sing, but not, not the Argentina stuff. Right, yeah. so not no Argentina stuff yeah. at all. We like the pointy boobs, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I do. It's, that's the most appealing thing yeah, about I like Madonna. Vogue. I, I like don't see much appealing about Madonna for me personally. Well, I'm she not, did Vogue I'm not for a three fan. hours. I'd watch her, watch her do Vogue and like a virgin, but just not Argentina. Not Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Yeah. Oh. Come on, let's speak to Stacey. Okay, yes. So, uh, Stacey, you're from the East London Strippers Collective. I am. Correct. How long has that been a thing? That has been a thing since April 2014. Okay. Why is it a thing? Why is it a thing? That's my question. So, That's my first question one. Well, basically, a bunch of us girls got together. Why no boys? Well, we actually have got boys in the collective. Can I be an We've got some male strippers. We have to be a stripper to be in the strippers collective. The clues in the name. Strip most nights. Never <laughs> <laughs> just. Like stripping in a in a way in an art form, but or do you just take your clothes off and sort of fling them on the floor? Well, yeah, so see, that's it, not technically stripping. We actually right. have a definition of stripping in our manifesto, which is um, to be whether you're paid or not. Yeah, um, I'm not paid when to I do remove it. <laughs> to remove articles of clothing. Yeah, to reveal all or part of your naked body as part of an eroticised dance routine. There we go. Now, hang on, because eroticised dance routine in- could be anything, couldn't it? Well, not really anything, no. Well, no, what's not erotic to you might be very routine. erotic to another person. <laughs> it's not going to be line dancing, is it? I don't think. Is it? I is know, it right, I know that there are ladies in the world, yeah. and gentlemen too, who would be sick in their own mouth when they were having sex with me, <laughs> but my missus thinks I'm dead sexy and really yeah. likes me. So... Yeah. What well, that's one man's um, fat is another man's. No, but that's not what Stacey sexy. says. Stacey said it has to be in an eroticised right. well, way. Well, let me tell you. Well, then let me tell you what I do that might that might be erotic. Then okay. And I, this is genuinely true. I genuinely do this okay. most nights. So I take my clothes off, right? Now I might just take my shirt off, yeah, whatever, fling it over, right? Until I get down to my boxer shorts, and then what I do 
is I drop my boxer shorts do you, to do my you foot. Flip, do you kick them up? Oh, no, yes. No, wait, wait. Oh. Even better. Even yeah. better. I've got it fucking nailed as well. <laughs> and I don't even think about it, by the way, Nat. Don't look at me like okay. you don't believe this. I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't plan it even. I don't even go, don't line it up enough. It just happens. I kick it into the air so they go over my head and I catch them behind my back. Do you? Oh, no, you don't. I don't think I've ever missed. If we gave no, you, you some don't. pants now, not your own, yeah. and you stuck it on your foot, could yeah. you do that move? Definitely. You genuinely did. Jacob, you do I need some pants. In front of a, I need an audience. Genuinely. Well, you're an audience, people. aren't you? Yeah. I, I, the, only, I'd say the, the only potential issue in here, but it should be fine, is I think this ceiling is lower than in my bedroom. I'm not even joking. Jacob, yeah, go and please. Go I, some, I don't care who they yeah. are. Just get me some pants. I'd probably have to take my shoes off as well. Yeah, that's I, fine. Obviously I don't wear However shoes you, when I do it. Yeah, fine. I'd like to see that. Would you like that? I, I would love it's to see that. It's the last bit of the yeah. show, yeah. isn't it? Okay, yeah. yeah. And, if you and it also may be, I might have to put them on these pants for a bit and then take them down. That might come into it. If you can nail that move, then we'll make you an honorary member. I don't want to be an honorary member. I want to be an official member. I don't know this honorary shit where you just put put my name really small at the bottom. I want to be on the list of members. You want to come to meetings yeah. and talk about strippers' rights, Do you have yeah. meetings? working conditions. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. So is that is that why it came across? Is that is that why it came about as a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not really just about um, trying to make sure everyone who's like in the group is definitely a stripper. It's more about people who've worked as a stripper yeah. and have worked in strip venues yeah, yeah. Um, who've experienced certain types of working conditions that let's say are not ideal um, we formed this group to try and basically start talking about it to start dialogue amongst ourselves to start thinking about how things could be different how we could do things differently we want to reclaim our own working conditions and it's, it's a ki- kind of a union really. kind, kind of a yeah, union kind of yeah. a what, very what, are you, what do you exclude in that so what are you where, where do you because if we're talking about sex workers, as it were, mm. Mm. that would stripping come to sex workers? Well, this is the thing as well. It's another part of our manifesto um, is that we uh, stand in... We've defined sex work as... Well, we haven't defined sex work, so this is, this is a, it's a very interesting conversation, but strippers have the right to identify as sex workers. Yeah. Some strippers choose not to. Yeah, uh, would rather some, not Some well. do, yeah. and, and the problem there is stigma. Yeah. The problem is stigma of, of sex work. But um, what we said in our manifesto is that we stand in total solidarity with our sisters in sex work who do escorting, who do other, other forms of sex work. But for the purposes of what we do, for the purposes of our campaigning and our conversations and our dialogue about working conditions, workers' rights in strip clubs, yeah. we identify using the term stripper. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's useful to do that. You know, there, there is clear definitions by law between sex work and stripping. For example, stripping is already legalised. It happens in licensed venues. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not breaking the law around, you know, the way we work, whereas sex workers have to run into all sorts of yeah, legal yeah, yeah, problems yeah. around, yeah. you know, the way they work. So it's, it is different, but mm. um, we, we've got a lot of... Um, we collaborate with sex workers and we you know got a lot of friends and, uh, yeah, it's cool. But it's, it's part of an amazing movement, actually. Yeah, the sex yeah, workers' yeah. rights movement in the yeah, yeah. UK mm. and, and globally, yeah. in fact, is very exciting right Well, now. it's, it's, a, it's a, a, an industry that's been rife with subjugations and it's been rife with people abusing people within oh, it and, and often not not performance people but people behind the scenes and stuff so I think any oh, performance any, as well though well yeah I guess, I guess so but any end, I'm not like hugely well up on it but I guess mm. any industry where, that reclaims mm-hmm. you, you know the, the yeah. importance of actually yeah. the, the the 
core talent at the yeah. core, you know, yeah. and doesn't allow it to be abused anymore. That's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Going back to you said there were there were blokes in your collective. Yes. Can any of them uh, flick the pants over the top of their head oh, and God. catch it behind? One of them can. Um, one of them covers himself in gold glitter. No, Stacey, on stage. No, I'm specifically asking you here. Um, can can any what? of them so-called strippers? <laughs> right, any of them, glitter or otherwise? Like, <laughs> not, not, not going. Oh, I'm going to cover myself in gold. That'll distract from the fact I can't kick me undies over my head. Right? Do you know that's a very good question? I'm going to yeah. get onto them can straight away them, about it. Can any it? of them do it? Do any of we them close checked. their strip with that? Do any of them? Because at the moment, I am seeing an, a, a sort of situation. Though. What do you mean the homemade? What do you mean oh, homemade? No, that, that's, that's not, not going to work, you dozy bag. prick. No. Jacob's coming. That's, that's not a pair of pants. Were you not listening to the conversation, no, though? No, but it's got the homemade thing on. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, I don't you know what? That it, won't work because they don't have that They'll natural, just float. Yeah, they don't have that flop. You know, they don't have that fabric. Just to explain what's happened is Jacob's come in. Jacob's walked in then. With, I mean, he, he looks deflated now, and I understand yeah. why because he's clearly spent some time on that. But it's a Sainsbury's bag that he's ripped into a pair of pants, and it's not a bad job. actually No, it's a great job, but he obviously wasn't listening to the fucking it's conversation because that's that's not, not that won't good. work. No, I don't think he's actually asked anybody. We just need to. It's ask like I've said to him, "Can you bring me some toilet roll in?" He's brought a kite in. Jacob, we want your pants. Yeah, he had to give us his. I'm not wearing Jacob's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your shoes. I can tell you now the state of them. The amount of times he's been told to sing a song on the show. So, so what you're saying, you, you very cleverly evaded the question, but you're saying that none of your Appar- well, it's not my job to defend the male strippers, whether stripper mates, <laughs> that not one of them can actually <laughs> kick their underwear over the head and and catch it. That's the important. To bit be as well. fair, they can do a lot of very other, like uh, very special other Stacey, things. you're not listening again. I'm saying to it. What I'm saying I'm gonna, to I'm you, I understand they can do it. other stuff. Yeah, right? I'm going to get onto it. I'm going to get onto it. One of the guys do they in the pump group, their cocks up with them machines. One of them, well, actually, one of them uses an actual ring to hold the blood oh, in really? his rather well-endowed member. Yeah, is that not painful? <laughs> no, do you know what? I, I, we, I've discussed this with you before. I yeah. went through a period of, of using the, them, the finding wound. it kind of a sexy thing, right? Because mm. you're, like, rock hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stupidly yeah. so, yeah. right? And there was never an issue with that anyway. I was always hard, <laughs> hard, I was always hard of course, enough. Of course, of course. No, no, but I, I, I'm always, always hard enough. But I just, I was just like, an experiment. Oh, they, it really was, but a sexy one. And I was like, oh, it's really cool. And I got really into them for a bit. And then I started noticing, and I've told you since, I started noticing that like erections don't go away oh as, as God, easily yeah, anymore. Yeah. And do you know what like you should do there? You should work on flicking your uh, pants up in the air. Catch them on my cock. Catch them on your erect oh, cock. I bet I could do that. Yeah. Do that. Well, we'd, we'd find out if Jacob ever... The other problem is in. as well, I'm never going to get an erection when you're in the <laughs> the, the other <laughs> issue that we have here, though, is that I won't be able to get the pants off. <laughs> because... The erection is going to keep them on it. So what I have to do, this is what this will be my thing as a stripper. Mm. This is what I will be. So when I do my strip shows, that I do as part of the East London Strippers Collective, uh, <laughs> an important part of it, I would probably consider myself. Um, what I have to do is I'll have to get to the point where I can uh, drop my shorts, okay, and get hard at that point. Mm. So it's, so just normal. No, no, not normal. It's got to have a bit of blood in it because it'll it's embarrassing otherwise. So it's got to be like relatively on the flop but you know windmilled a bit don't you love talking listening to men talk about their penises yeah it's so and sexy then, isn't it's, it it really yeah, you know really. Uh, what's, what's wrong with that, this uh, it's, you know it's, I it's, speak very honestly <laughs> I, I'm not going you yeah, speak drop eloquently it, I drop it and then the fucking unleash the beast I'm not being like that I'm saying <laughs> if, I just, if I dropped it now you'd be like 
What? That's just skin. What's <laughs> happening? You've got to get a bit of blood in it. Right. Especially well, if you're in performing. My, in, my, in my game, I listen to this sort of thing quite oh, a lot. A lot, a lot right. of, Yeah, men, men in general it, do, do enjoy talking about their do penises. You, do you switch off men at any point? I was, I was starting to think about what I'm going to get right. from my shopping. Yeah, yeah. thinking about what the, she would like to eat. That's what the, that's, yeah, that's uh, what the link was. <laughs> oh, suddenly I feel very hungry. She right. doesn't even know why she's feeling well, that. I've got a sausage roll in my bag here. Right, fine. Is it a big sausage roll or a little sausage roll? Giant stick, oh. stick with that one. Okay, right. Um, so, what when the man goes on with his cut ring? Does he <laughs> does he does he go on stage with the cut ring on as well? Um, well, it's part of his act. Yeah, of course he gets a right. Gets okay, a, a, a boner. So he doesn't just do it to get a ready. Boner and then he shows it off. Okay, but he does all this cool stuff with like where he wraps a flag around himself and he does you know he's it's pretty cool and then he does this thing where he gets a torch right (laughs) he gets a flag over his the front of him and then he gets the torch and then the song comes on you know that song what's that coming over the hill oh it's a monster monster. yes and then he gets the torch and he does like a puppet show with his cock and it's much better than a pants flying over the head don't think i'm gonna fit in here (laughs) (laughs) you've got quite quite a long way to go yeah to catch up with this I'm not going to be I'm, I'm not sure I'm right for the group but I could be stick to talking skills. you're a good bit at of that. comic relief <laughs> in the middle of it and that I think it'd be good you know, we, my- we do comedy as well though that's the thing that's the thing that's the beauty of stripping is it can be many it can be more than stripping it can be more than Kicking just your pants over, yeah. getting your tits out or getting yeah. your knob out it's also about beauty it's about you know uh, just this the, the art of it really yeah the art of stripping is that the appeal to you? Definitely. There yeah, really is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I've I've done all sorts of different types of performance. Um, I've I used to be a musician. I'm right. a singer. I um, used to do performance art when I was at art school. Um, yeah, I've would even done modelling. No. But basically, it's like the, the I just thrill like the addiction of of stripping is such a thrill. You know, it's, the, it's it. unlike okay, anything. Really? Any okay, other so a thrill. Is it a sexual yeah. thrill? Well, that's no. I mean, you know, but is it, it that? There, I don't mean. There are you, are is part. You, yeah, yeah, of course. There's do, part, do you know what part I mean? My sexuality identifies yeah, yeah. as a stripper. Of course, I'm a total extrovert. Look okay. at what I'm wearing. Look, I'm <laughs> strutting around I'm the not, street. I'm in not hot taking pants. my eyes off your eyes <laughs> at any point because I'm not. I I I know these tricks. <laughs> <laughs> not all this. She did a thing before where she went. Oh, and then a shirt came up and she said a bit. And she went. Oh, my bra. Didn't even look. I have to say, I keep looking at your bra because I really like it. Oh yeah, this is actually a stripper's bra. It's a neon pink. Yeah, with a bit of that's right. You know what I mean? Look at that's that. Nice. Show yeah. That's for yeah. your viewers. This is padded. It's padded a bit. Is it, it is oh, padded. No. Yeah, I've got no boots. Where is oh, it? I like no, it. What's that? You do? Why are you doing that, mate? You don't say that. What? No, you do. No. You don't say oh, I like your bra, but they're clearly not real. No, no, I didn't well, mean that. I mean some bras are padded and some are not. I know anyway. it's fine. We're yeah. women are allowed, we're allowed to talk yeah. about this. Yeah, oh, not for you, but it's not. I'll just be over it. Kicking my pants over me head. Um. That, uh, that performance art thing is an interesting thing. Yes. Would your performance art like I, that? Was it I that did. sort of thing? Well, it's, yeah, I went to the Glasgow School of Art okay. and I became a stripper halfway through my degree to pay my bills. Oh, sorry, well, okay. And then I um, went, I, very, I started to p- p- specialise in performance art and I was drawn towards fem- feminist uh, artists like um, Cindy Sherman, who does, she dresses up to 
had to perform in front of yeah, her yeah. camera. Marina Abramovich, love mm-hmm. her. And um, and I wanted to make work. Well, I, I built a peep show for my degree show. It was okay. a working peep show with a coin machine and neon sign, and it was so sleazy, and I had to push this creepy door. And then I was performing inside. There was like a two-way mirror thing. Okay. And I was wearing these kind of grotesque masks, and it was all about the kind of, this is grotesque, this is monstrous, I'm a yeah, monster, yeah. you're meant to feel guilty, you're meant to feel bad about this. Um, but everyone loved it, so it didn't really work. But it was good. No, did that work? Well, you just, if, being that people loved it, you said yeah. they still perhaps experienced the emotions you wanted to, to provoke within them within it, from yeah. an artistic point well, of view. Well, yeah, my, one of my tutors actually walked out of it. She was furious. She was like, yeah, well, how can you make art about, you know, porn or, or female sexuality without making porn? You know, mm-hmm. she was just like, but you're just making further examples of what it is you're trying to talk about. And I yeah, was but you're like, not trying to condemn it necessarily. Well, it's an interesting conversation. That's, an, that's one for the art world, get an artist in to talk about that. No, I know about art, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I find that really interesting because, do you know what? You've actually hit on something there that I yeah. think is genuinely interesting and does feed back within to the ethos of what you do with the East London uh, Strippers Collective yeah. because there is um, what I call... I, I think any tolerance is wrong. I think tolerance is totally the wrong word. Yeah. When people say, oh, we're very tolerant towards that. Very tolerant. It's like, no, you're not tolerant. No, it, it exists. Fucking that's... The, oh, the, you don't, you, you're not in a position to tolerate it. Yeah. It exists. Mm-hmm. And I think within the art world, there's a huge... Uh, hypocrisy with that, yeah. With the the you know that same lady that walked out of, of your thing, yeah. May well another time have been saying the reason that art is so fantastic is we literally have no boundaries that yeah. we literally you know yeah. blah 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 yeah. blah. But, oh, then, yeah. but then when it actually hits their own, uh, you know their own levels of what's decent, their yeah. own levels of what they accept, yeah. They're the same as every other fucker, you know. They're, they're, they're really there is no actual true artistic expression mm. because they go, but you'd have to make points like, well, then what? What is your problem with that though? Given yeah. that we're working in this, yeah, no, it's certainly it's, you know? it made an impression. My work certainly. I think there's a few people at Glasgow School of Art who remember what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've still got the slide pictures on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this but, was the way she was building it. <laughs> I actually had to go through a whole process of getting permission from the board of, like, the school committee, uh, the, the governors, because they've got these rules about, like, um, it's like the, the code of ethics, what's what's permitted within the art school. And it was really, it's so interesting to see the people's individual reactions that, yeah. you know, I ended up going to speak to the, the art school, the director up in his, off, you know, in his ivory tower, and he just read my proposal and he went, oh, of course you can do that. Yeah. And he's from Norway, you know. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. of course you can do that. That. And that, the, but there were so many other kind of more local, more British, very British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really upset with it. And anyway, but no, that's that, that, but that's but I, I, think, I think it's dead interesting though because that's that's why I would all, always argue. Like my missus is an artist, really, and you know, and she. Uh, that's why I'd always argue that it, art can't be a subject. Mm. It can't because a university has a code of ethics. It, it has to, and uh, we were speaking last night, weren't we, in the mm. pub and that about people that are banned from talking at universities, yes. people like Jermaine Greer and people like that. Mm. They're actually on, on a banned list, and because of where we're at with with the education system and private universities, where they do have this st- very strict code of ethics now, mm. art can't be a subject anymore. Mm. Then, 
Well, there's this. I, strange... I'd argue drama can't as well because it's like because you can't because you're 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 completely. Yeah. there's bound... a strange kind of culture of censorship going on yeah. at the moment, yeah. which is almost a paradox to the sense of how how much we've opened the doors to content, how much the internet and social media has allowed such a flood of what you could describe as obscene material yeah. but then conversely there's this kind of weird backlash kind of movement to try and you know clamp down but, and but it's do you not think that's because, because there's been but do you not think that's because I, I kind of understand why that's happened it's happened in comedy too and I, I understand why that's uh, happened is because I think people get afraid at a certain point yeah. when you have ultimate freedom of speech yeah. where they go this is too. Yeah, this is too yeah, many yeah. ideas. This is too many things, you know. And then they start well, complaining about things. People are afraid of freedom, and they are slightly, I'd say, at some level, intimidated by people who represent that type of freedom. And I think this is actually why strippers do get kind of stigmatised so strongly, yeah, yeah, yeah. because we. On, 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 you know, in some ways, can sort of show we represent this sense of I can get my tits out for money if yeah. that's what I choose to do, yeah. and that I think is such a threat to so many kind of you know social well, uh, the, conventions. I mean, there's still no, no matter you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I absolutely do know what I mean. And no matter how we look at it, no matter how we can dress it up and say about how things have progressed, there is still a, a very baseline. A lot of men threatened by powerful women, mm. like you know, or, or any anything that's. Oh yes, I've uh, met a few of them. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but do you know what? It's uh, what do, do you. Do you work independently as a stripper? So, so are you, I, or are you attributed to a club? I'm or basically self. Um, yeah, we're all self-employed. Yeah. I'm semi-retired because okay. I'm doing so much other stuff. Yeah. And my day job now is actually I'm a, a, a bookkeeper for an art gallery. Nice. So still got the okay. you know that going yeah. on in my life. Um, but what I do is I go. I do mainly kind of private performances and gigs I do the odd burlesque night here and there I do the odd private party here and there I did recently work at a place called the White Horse which okay. shut down which we had a funeral for I think we're going to talk about that later okay. um, I was working there for like the closing couple of nights which was brilliant fun right. brilliant fun that place was open for 38 years okay. and so the closing where was the White Horse? Uh, Shoreditch right. Shoreditch High Street it was on the corner of you know the T building in Shoreditch that big it's where yeah. Shoreditch House is yeah okay. you know, yeah. You know oh, the T building yeah yeah possibly, oh yeah yes. um Right in the heart of Shoreditch, okay. you know, and it's been open for 38 years and Shoreditch has changed so much in that time. Okay. And um, clearly because of gentrification, because of cutthroat business, the the rent rises were, you know, she, the, the woman who ran it was unable to keep up with the change in the um, economic climate. So it, unfortunately it closed down um, just two, three weeks yeah. ago, okay. end of July. And uh, yeah, it was really memorable, really special. You know, there was a strong sense of community there, and it's sad that it's gone. Yeah. Um, there's another club that I'm also affiliated with, which is a place called 23 Paul Street, which is in Shoreditch also. Okay. And that has, I'd say, um, some of the best working conditions in the country. There is a very strong uh, support for the girls. There's a sense of, of welfare for the workers, and they've got really good business route, uh Practices and yeah. routines, and the way and the, the culture of the place is very much about, um, you know, like looking after the, the working with the dancers. Yeah. Essentially, I, how do you? I've known a few strippers in my time. Mm. Um, I've never been to a strip club as a punter, um, and I don't think I'd like it. Mm. And I genuinely don't think mm. I would like Why? it. Why? I just don't think I would. I don't think I'd like lap dancing. I don't think I'd like. 
it, 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 just some. Do, I, well, I, you don't even met me, but I'm, I speak very openly about the sexual stuff. Right? I speak mm, very openly mm. about. You no know. shit, Sherlock. No, but I did. But I, you know, but I, but I did Tell so us about I, your cock again. I can't tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not that. And it, but no, I don't. I don't think ever in a boastful way either. It's never no. like a, a laddie way. I don't. No. You know, I, I try and avoid that as best as possible. But I, so what, what? The reason I'm saying that is because I'm. I'm not saying. Oh, I've never been to one. As if that yeah. I would be secret about yeah. that. I'd tell yeah. the truth if it. Yeah. You know, if it was something. I just don't think it would appeal to me. And I think it's partly because. I've seen behind the curtain too much. I've seen, you know, in different yeah. lasses that I've known in my life. Yeah. Um, these aren't romantic uh, yeah. relationships, by the yeah. way. It's yeah. uh, one was, but that was the. It was past after the time, but it was. I, I'm, I'm very aware of yeah. of conditions, uh, uh. Not, not necessarily universally in clubs, but in the clubs certainly that these girls I knew or, or, or know had been a party to and yeah. that, I think that's one of the things that makes it yeah well I do I don't disagree with that I think there there is enough of a kind of public uh, awareness yeah. of this being an industry where the girls are exploited yeah and that comes through in media it comes through in these you know stories these kind of like you say your personal experiences of you know having fr- friends who worked as strippers and and that's not false mm. you know th- those stories are you know they are true like the working conditions are appalling for yeah. some somehow while the rest of the world kind of caught up and progressed and uh, you know started building uh, legislation that yeah. protects people from prejudice from yeah. discrimination you know you're not supposed to ask someone their age or their date of birth you're yeah. not supposed to discriminate against people based on their gender or their skin color or blah 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 and in strip clubs it's like if you know you want to get a job there then you get a photo taken of your tits and if your tits aren't big enough then okay. sorry is that what actually happens so it is. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, there are there are some things going on in the strip club industry that are somehow I'm like hang on how is this happening in the western paused. world in 21st century oh. UK yeah, yeah, yeah. when we've got like a female prime minister yeah. we've got you know gender equality on the, on the table why are we not talking about that it, it, do you know industry? what it's a, it's a very very difficult one again and I, I honestly don't mean to do this I'm only just saying what I what I just thought as we were talking and it's not even comparable in many ways but it's a similar thing with the comedy industry it really is in terms of it has remained mm. lawless if you like and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and interestingly yeah the comedy community now is attributed to equity you know they have a branch that work with equity and stuff there's comics that run that uh, like a kind of a comics union but, but that's a very recent thing mm, funny same with us that's we, what I mean that's what I mean that's what I'm saying since the 60s equity have been proud to invite exotic dancers and strippers to join equity and there's a few of the girls in our collective who are members of equity and okay proud good of that. good and, right. that, and that's something that we are working towards I think with the collective is trying to establish this sense that um it's a job and it deserves to be recognised as yeah, a job yeah, yeah. and treated as a job are you in a rush? not really ok I've got to put a song on I'll mm-hmm. put a song on then we'll come back because I want to talk to some more if that's alright with you sure ok cool FUBAR Radio presents Who's going to be? Sarah Love. Hey, Do you know what? I've got a little project where I want to get okay, photos I'm with rappers and hip-hop people but where I'm they're listening. smiling. Yeah. It's like always when you get photos with like rap Very people and they're like screw yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to tickle them. <laughs> That's the best way to do it is tickle them as soon as, the, <laughs> as, soon as you see that clip about to happen. Tickle. <laughs> Yeah, don't get us. What are you doing? Yeah, DMX, like, no, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Every Monday, Sarah Love and my Stiggy. From 4 pm on Fubar Radio. What would I have to do to get Mouse Diggy sapped? Nothing. That would never happen. The the mouse. The mouse. That would never happen. 
What's confusing? No, I can't hear myself. I wonder if my headphones. Maybe you've had a stroke. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's better. You turn me down. I don't. I'm not such a thing. Because I definitely could hear more. Oh, anyway. I hate it when people turn you down. Yeah, I know. Shh, awful, a minute, Stacey, please. <laughs> Uh, nothing. My Stiggy will not be. He's a he's a, a brilliant rapper and a brilliant man. Yeah, and but I don't I don't like this thing that he seems to have going on with. Well, there's definitely not a flirtation there, so you don't have to worry about that. Every other rapper that comes in his way, he seems to be getting very arsy every time that I'm flirtatious with what appears to be protective. his woman. Well, it's not his woman, but every other That's rapper how that comes in falls in love with her as well. So you've got loads what? of competition. Everyone falls in love with her when they. Yeah, but it. can any of those rappers kick their? Um, shorts over the top of the head and catch it behind. Maybe we'll have to find out. I'd in in like three seconds, but within between the first and second question, they've got uh, a full erect penis on their cock. On their yeah. cock, yeah. I've got a full erect penis on my cock. There's a couple <laughs> of them. There's a couple of them. I reckon could do it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're still over Stacey. Yes. Um, no, I stopped a conversation while we were off right. air with the chatting, and I would like you to—I would like to have that conversation okay. again now because I thought your question was. Do you know what was actually from a, certainly from a sociological point of view it was very very interesting. Okay. It was <laughs> a, a, and, and sort of a relatively it was quite one of those questions you think that that had never occurred to me. So could you could you rephrase what your question? What I was asking Stacey was you had yeah. mentioned that um, some female strippers have Females. had to show their, their breasts in order for someone to go yes that's right or no they're not they're not conceived to be like, perceived to be good enough therefore you can't be a stripper. What do men have to do? Can I just say before? I, I don't mean to speak for you, Stacey, but I don't, I don't recall Stacey saying any of well, that. Well, you said women have to show their boobs. Didn't well, you? not really. She didn't say I that. didn't actually say that. I said that we had a definition of what stripping actually is, yeah. um, which involves r- revealing yeah. all or part of your naked body right. as part of a sexualized dance sure. routine. Yeah. So, with women, the most obvious thing to do is get your boobs out, yeah. obviously. With men, the most obvious thing to get to do is get your cock out, yeah. show, show off your abs or show off your bum. And I sometimes show my abs off a little bit. The yeah. thing is, I'd, I, I, in an ideal world, I'd like to get away from this idea that it, you have to, no. that anyone is forced to, that anyone, you know, you sh- if you're going to do this job, then you have to do this. Because I've seen, you know, like, what if a girl took her kn- knickers off and kept her bra on? <gasps> Wow. What if, you know, it's just a sexy bomb reveal? What if it's just, um, you know, uh, the other conversation is that you can't really separate this from legislation. Mm. So where licensing law comes in here is very interesting Mm. because then there's, there's kinds of censorship and boundaries around what's deemed to be appropriate. So obviously you know in some in some cases i think in, in some uh, licensing areas revealing the genitalia is is not allowed so stripping can only happen as a lap dance which yeah. is like pants on but then there's actually more physical contact with a lap dance so hang on is how is that better but then or more appropriate and then um there's also like uh, the the, ma- the male strip group that we are f- kind of friends with, the, the Adonis Cabaret Boys. They have um, a residency at a club where there is no SCV license. So an SCV license is the license that allows sexual entertainment, and sexual entertainment is defined by law as. Uh, regardless of the changing of uh, changing hands of money entertainment solely or primarily 
for the sexual arousal of an audience which may be an audience of one and the way the guys get around that is by making their shows very comedy very hilarious very entertaining so it's not just primarily about mm. um, sexual arousal the way strip clubs get kind of tarred with this brush is that well it's all just about pandering to male desire which is something I'd like to see change yeah. I'm sick of seeing strip clubs where it's only women dancing for men and it's all about male desire well yeah in strip clubs um, ca- women why did ca- you <laughs> What? Did a bit of front side bottom in the room. You literally never let in me ask, ask a question wow. to you ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I want to say before you? No, like, you, you, you can't. You yeah. can't. I, I just. I literally just set it up so you could ask a question. Right, That's okay. what I just did. Well. <laughs> <laughs> never ever. When I, I've no, literally no, just like, done it. I'm seeing out. some interesting what gender I'm, dynamics. What going I wanted on here. to do. Is, right. Yeah, what I wanted, no, no, no. It's nothing to do with gender. It's to do with this. It's to do with this. This. You can't hear it. Ian Boys and ladies, it's nothing, it's nothing to do with that. It's literally, no, it's my show. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, all I wanted to say was right in the middle of when you were yeah. talking, I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. But I hit myself in the eye with my headphones. Oh, oh shit, okay. But the listener can't, it doesn't know that happened. So all they would have heard was me in the middle of you talking about it, just going, oh. <laughs> and what it was is, is it actually went, oh, like that. But it would have just sounded yeah, like, oh, it I went, was like, oh, like a little grunt. Oh, like a little oh. Audience of one, imagine that. <laughs> Go on, ask a question now. What I wanted to know is if it's the case, uh, what is the kind of percentage of, of women going to watch other women in strip clubs? It's a good question. So um, we've had, I've performed for women before, I've performed for mixed audiences. You sometimes get, you see at weekends, a slightly more mixed crowd because people, you know, boys and girls tend to go out together. In East London, that's certainly true. Mm. You see more kind of, you know, um, guys coming in with their girlfriends um, at weekends and they're just there to get pissed and have a laugh and watch some girls, you know. Um, You see, I think you see a lot less female customers in the kind of high-end chain these places where it's all the VIP it's all about the man paying £500 an hour to sit and drink champagne with a hot girl women aren't going to do that women women, I find that you know female punters uh, can be just as leery as the guys you know when they're like you know tanked up and having a good time they can be just as get your tits out kind of you know vibe um, I've had you know I've, I've performed for lesbian women I've performed for couples it's nice I think it's really nice when I when couples come in and they it becomes something that they share mm. and it's something that they enjoy together I think the industry is not very well set up and designed to feel like a welcoming space for women or for you know mixed yeah. audiences it is it does still feel very male dominated mm. and that's to do with the culture of it is it, is it is it the culture? Is that what it is? The culture, or is it just just so happens that men have set these places up, which could be argued to be exploitative of girls? But is it is it? Well, it's a philo- I suppose it's a philosophical question. What, like, what, how what does culture become yeah, established? Yeah, yeah, I mean. You know, how, yeah. what came first? I guess. Um, from what I know, in the 50s and 60s in East London, uh, so stri- stripping wasn't separate from prostitution. Mm. It was. It was all about female degradation it was all about women being kept in rooms in basements and men pimping them and that was you know that i i I guess stripping was sort of um it's it comes from america it's an american thing it comes from the carnival scene um where uh circuses used to be the the old the nightclubs of of the 30s and 40s and then um Apparently, I was listening to one of the girls in the group. She's a she's an amazing pole dancer called Kitty Valore. Everyone check okay. out her Instagram. She's like the youngest and most 
amazing pole dancer. She's been pole dancing since she was 16. Okay. And she's just like, oh my God. And she knows quite a lot about the history of pole dancing. And apparently it comes from the American carnival tents, which were held up with a pole. And the girls, you know, they used to have these kind of sexy girl tents where it was the the sexy girls. And that's where those kind of signs that, you know, they say kind of live nude girls type thing, that that comes from that culture. Um, So, I mean, a culture becomes, can be, parts you know bits borrowed bits appropriated Mm. we've appropriated this and that we haven't appropriated the tipping culture from america that's a bit of a shame so you know we got clubs in in england where you are expected to dance for free on stage that's it you go up and you do your show and you do your routine no one tips you the club don't pay you for that the club don't pay you either no so yeah exactly so you you pay house fees to work there and then you hustle for tips so you, you're yeah. basically working for the money you make giving lap dances or VIPs okay. or, you know, just whatever tips. But people, bear in mind, the UK does not have a tipping culture. No. So, you know, that's already, we already come up against that yeah. uh, obstacle. But there's, there's also, there's all sorts of argument. I mean, you could, you could argue this around in circles all day. I mean, for me personally, the basic thing, in, not just in stripping in any job at all, nobody should work for free for no reason. And with, and with, and with no... Um, ability to get money either, you know. It should, so if, if you bring tipping into it, that changes that. Mm. But if you say that you don't tip and you pay, you pay to go on and mm. you don't mm. get paid, that mm. should be and probably is illegal. Mm. That's um, the, the one thing that is on our kind of hit list at the moment. Well, there's many things on the hit list, but that is one part of the industry that we desperately want to see change. Yeah. That and that should be by law. That should be written into legislation. There should be a legal mechanism to stop that from happening. I, well, I, again, another thing. But even as a, when you're talking, and I'm thinking about it again, you can bring in the, the specifics, isn't there? I, I'm going to amend what I said, where that shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't be a thing at an establishment that is making money. Yeah, absolutely, is what I'd say. So, if it's just like a travelling show or some sort of shit, fine, mm. and no one's getting paid, and then you just see how it goes, whatever. Mm. But if an establishment has a bar, a license, yeah. and, and is making money, and there's an entry fee, is that, yeah. would that be yeah. to every? Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- so then there is absolutely right. no reason on at all on no. earth, other than yeah. exploitation, absolutely. that the person performing and providing entertainment shouldn't be paid. It's an yeah. unbelievably you know. exploitative model. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it does need to change. I, I, I think in many ways it's it, it, well the fact that we are here we're talking about it and we're getting quite a lot of exposure with this argument that right well we want to change this but we don't want to eradicate it the solution is not to shut these places down the solution is to go in and change from within uh, and 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 listen to the dancers themselves and uh, I, you know I've got a kind of long story backstory about the the licensing law journey in the UK it changed in 2004 I'll try and not make it too long <laughs> 2004 the licensing act allowed a proliferation of strip clubs yep. and then in 2009 there was a, a fight back from the fe- fe- radical feminist movement to stop that from happening so there was a, a, a public debate in the media and mm-hmm. in parliament mm-hmm. about the lic- how strip clubs were licensed there was a consensus that strip clubs needed to be licensed differently. There needed to be more controls. But no one asked the dancers themselves right. what needed to change. So what we now have is a very um, stringent, very uh, kind of dogmatic licensing law that says we've got a limit to the number of strip clubs and they're not allowed to be within certain, you know, Area, certain distance from a school or a church or a whatever. Mm. Um, but no one gives a shit about this house fees thing. No yeah. one knows. No one 
like li- li- it's it's shocking it's yeah. shocking mm. no one said right how can we improve this how can we how can we change the law because that was an opportunity to change the law and that yeah. only you know you'd only get that every day an opportunity opportunity to change legislation only comes around every five or ten years or so and that's what we need to do that's the next okay. thing is right people uh, SEV license holders need to prove that they have a track record of t- protecting dancers and not exploiting them yeah. otherwise they don't get to keep their license okay what uh, with the uh, the East London Strips Collective what because uh, you still have a hand in the industry as a yeah. performer mm. um, have you found any uh, but uh, whilst at the same time fighting for the rights of your kin you know yeah. have you found any resistance from the people you work for or whatever who might not be who, who might be concerned about legislation might be concerned about the rules you, that you would like to implement the, do you have any well, like, you, yeah. you're not getting work in certain places or that's, a good, that's a good question I mean there's a to be frank, there's a lot of places in London I would personally not you just work in. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been in the industry long enough now to know that uh, certain places, certain venues have a culture of, well, openness yep. and n- shut closed door mentality. Mm-hmm. So I already know from even looking, going into a place, I already know, I can tell whether the manager or the bosses or whoever's running the place will be open to dialogue, will be right, open okay, to listening okay. to us and open to that conversation. Yeah. I can tell from the the way it's run, from the the, the, the house fee system, the, the type of doorman working there, what the DJ's like, you know, mm. you can just pick on, I, I personally I can, I can, I can sense this. So, it's not like I've been going around clubs, knocking on the doors, and going, "Oh, we want to change your." Oh no, yeah, that, that, I didn't. I didn't but, mean to insinuate that. We though. are That's definitely um, in dialogue with yeah. those who are open to us. There's, you know, like I was saying, we worked with the White Horse for three and a half years with um, doing a life drawing class there, which, by the way, I'm still doing at 23 Paul Street. Um, life drawing with strippers. <laughs> did you see did that? You see did you see that segue? Did you see Amazing. That? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done this well, before. What must this girl be like as a performer? <laughs> and you then, won't even know she's done it. <laughs> and then, so we are definitely in dialogue with the people who are open to us. Yeah, and yeah. and it, one of the other ideas we have is about setting up a roundtable talking group, a discussion group with. Um, Owners, dancers, legislators, local police, all the people who are involved in legislating this industry, all the the, uh, the stakeholders, mm. we need to talk to each other. We need to actually be sharing this stuff. We need to be communicating on this level and really listening. Because dancers, as much as dancers are exploited, they also don't understand what it's like to run a strip club. They yeah. also don't necessarily understand what it's like to, uh, you know, license an area. Yeah. So it's it, it has to be about two-way dialogue and understanding but, but it, but it also but it ultimately would have to be legislation because ultimately yeah. it would because the problem with it is is it's not like well i mean this is a guess i presume this is the situation and again i'm mainly doing it by comparing it to the comedy industry is that the people that are running establishments of ill repute essentially in terms of their business ethics and their business practices um aren't doing that because they know no better <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's they're like doing it cause they, can. they fucking know though. They know what they're doing, yeah, and they know, they know that's the best of way course. of them making the most money, and them you know paying yeah. the least out. Yeah. And yeah. But, but a, in the meantime, destroying to, lives as well. You know, kind of. It's up to local licensing authorities to impose and police these rules, and local licensing authorities can apply licensing conditions to these licenses, and that yeah. can be done 
with discussion and dialogue about actually what's needed to, you know, even providing dancers with safe spaces, proper dressing rooms, showers, mm. lockers, clean water. I mean, these are actually licensing conditions that are already applied and there's clubs that are not, you know, adhering to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But the one, the one licensing condition I'd like to see on there is you're not allowed to take a house fee of above, a, you know, there needs to be a cap. There needs to be some kind of proportional... I understand the model, you know, dance strippers are not the only workers who pay to work. Taxi drivers, barristers pay to no, work. Totally, their, that's, that's true. So it's, that's, not, that's not the actual problem, it's the exploitation of the model. So there needs to be, like, caps and limits to how much is going on so yeah. that dancers are not, you know, going home with nothing in do, debt. Do you think, the, club, do you think the best way around that would be that to outlaw house fees, so it's for performers, so outlaw house fees, but... It's done retrospectively, uh, assuming what they've earned on the night, and that and that's capped. So, that so could, I don't mean we'll take ten percent. There's many ways of doing it. There's many ways it, of doing it. Yeah. There could be a cap on the house fee. There could be the, certainly there shouldn't be a house fee and commission, which yeah. is also happening by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, that should be illegal. There shouldn't be fines for you know being late. You know there sh- there, could, there can be other ways of, of disciplining your workers without taking money off them. I don't think people know about this though. Really, I don't think the, the general public. Of course know, they don't. About, yeah. But that's why I'm here, isn't it? I know, like, but isn't that important <laughs> though? You know, if you just, I bet you could go into any club in London or wherever and sneak into the dressing room, dressing room, whatever that is, or corridor. <laughs> And, 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 and the get toilet. get them house rules off the wall and photocopy, and people yeah, wouldn't sure. believe it. Like yeah. they, they wouldn't believe it. Oh, you we, we won't see them. You won't see them put on the wall. Otherwise, You'll someone would have done. Well, 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 what well, what, yeah, what well, clubs yeah, do yeah. is they get a girl. If a girl starts work, and it, they, again, this varies depending on on the club and where you are. The ones that do things properly, they take. Oh, we've only got two minutes. That's yes, all right, tell me. Let me plug stuff. It's okay. more important. We can still get plugged in. It's <laughs> okay. fine because this is a pre-record, so we can, oh, okay. we can still do it anyway. So the um, the house rules will be read out to the girls, like it's kind of right. This is the riot act. Sign there. And within that, there'll be a clause that says you're responsible for your own tax. You're responsible for your own yeah. shit. If, if anything, if you break the rules, then you're out on a limb, and it's your problem. So when and then and then of course you start working and you start understanding what really goes on and the club turn a blind eye and if licensing come in and do a spot check and the girl's doing something she's not supposed to do she, she's out it's and her problem and they've got the contract saying she agrees and they, yeah, yeah and they've got this yeah. contract that says well she she knows the rules oh you need to have these fuckers mate you, <laughs> you really do <laughs> Stacey plug stuff you do plug stuff okay so <laughs> what's that I mean saying let's plug we're, stuff we're talking about subjugation you're going right you okay. girl plug things now yes. <laughs> then get your top off and get off the show <laughs> oh thanks wait is, is the stuff that you want to promote yeah, yeah well, go, absolutely go for it. Go well for it. so like I mentioned already the life drawing classes that we've been running life drawing with East London Strippers Collective is a thing we get strippers to perform to do pole dancing and stripping mm. and people come and draw and it's amazing yeah, and better, it is such a brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a few blokes there with broken yeah. pencils just with crayons going oh that's how I saw it it's just <laughs> it's just scribbling <laughs> no you know what it's the opposite it is some 
some of the finest quality of work. Yeah, there is yeah. amazing atmosphere, amazing, uh, you know, it's magic. When you bring art and stripping together and people who are taking it seriously and it's smashing every stereotype and it's, 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 it's doing exactly what we set out to do, which well, is I challenging dare, people's expectations. I dare say, because it's not actually a sexualised thing. In, in, well, it is. No, but you know what I mean. It can be. I know, but you know what I mean. There's something quite erotic about people drawing. Oh, it's, for you? Oh, from wow. your side oh, that's why I do it <laughs> should, should have said that I would have drawn you <laughs> yeah. all the way through this interview if I'd known that it's just my own thing but is it, it yeah, just yeah, so really? happens that loads of other people love it as well but yeah no if you're, if you're an artist or even if you're not and if you fancy coming and drawing strippers instead of ogling at them or having to pay a pound each and time and also by the way you, you get to ogle them while you're drawing because you, you, you just pretend you're looking at them just like to. oh I've got to, I've got to really keep looking at your boobs because I'm drawing them at the moment I know, yep, it's yep. great. And then what we're doing is um, from October onwards, we've got um, a residency at Club Aquarium okay. in Shoreditch. Yep. We're going to be doing monthly nights there. Last Friday of every month will be East London Strippers Collective Presents. And these are our signature events. These are our pop-up parties. This is what we do. This is what we do best. Okay. We get our team together. We go in, we put polls up. We charge a fiver on the door and we entertain. And trust me, this club is worth visiting. It's very cheesy. It's got a swimming pool. And it's it's just, you know, we're all very excited about this because we've been doing pop-up parties for a few years now and it's always been a bit piecemeal and we've never had consistency. We've all been doing like different places all over the place. So this is it. We've got a you know stable one thing we're gonna we're gonna do from now on. I'm so guessing Stacey. Halloween weekend, okay, twenty eighth, uh, Friday the twenty eighth of October. Okay. East London presents. Sorry, East London Strippers Collective presents Jaws. <laughs> nice. And what I'm guessing though is that if these are your with flag- the swimming pool, if they, yeah. it sounds amazing. If these are your, thanks for joining us, by the way, I do appreciate it. Thanks if these, for if these are your flagship nights. Um, <laughs> Then surely, it, 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 sorry, that, I mean, the show's finished now, but if these are your flagship nights, then surely then you'd have your main performers there, like yeah. the, the girls and, and mm-hmm. the blokes. Were. So I would imagine on these nights, like on the Jaws night, for example, yeah. you would want, you, I think what you're presently most famous for is the guy who does the thing with the boxer shorts where um, <laughs> where he flicks them over the top of his head and catches yeah. them behind it. Yeah. And I guess he would be one of your flagship performers. We've, Who's that? That guy? And what, we, you? You know the guy who does that thing. Oh, yeah. And we've, we've already established... Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've established as well that you would never want somebody to work for nothing and that you would never, you know... <laughs> and, uh, you know. Well, let's talk about your fee off-air, shall okay. we? How suggestive did that sound? Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like I should say to... I'm, I'm not going to go and kiss her now, by the way, anybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next That's week. That's true. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Challenge accepted! <laughs>